You're listening to the Movie Coop Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Christopher Nolan's Memento. Now, where was I? You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. Hey, Brian. It's good to be here because now I know where I am. That's right. You remembered where you were. And Mr. Wahid Al-Khalazmi. Hello. I am back. It's um, been a while. I did not know that's how your name was pronounced, Wahid. Wahid Al-Khalazmi? Why does everybody say Wahid Al-Swami? Oh, it's, uh, that's you know, a joke, right? we live in America and... Uh, Wait, people don't know how to pronounce my last name. <laughs> yeah, I thought this has happened. This is the second time this has happened to me. <laughs> yeah, man. No, but uh, you know, in all honesty, though, um, I go by Wahid. You know, no one ever on set goes like Mr. Al Kawasmi. Like you know, Al-Kawazme. my assistants and stuff always say Wahid. Kawasmi with an yeah. Al Kawasmi. Yeah. You just blew my mind because there's this like other actor uh, who's in town. His name's uh, Shaleen Cholera. Shaleen uh, Cholera. Yeah, and then he told me he told me years after I met him, he said, "No, it's Shalene Cholera." Yeah, and I'm like, "God damn it!" Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> well, like, you have to tell you can't do that. You can't fuck my brain up like that well, because well, now I feel like I've been living a lie. Listen, af- after years of trying to correct people, you just kind of like slowly give up. You just shake like, your no, head. No, yeah. yeah, you don't. That's you don't, exactly right. Sure, yeah, that's I, my name. You didn't trust me enough to know yeah. your real name. Exactly. God. Or you know, you just kind of start remembering Sam. So do you now, remember Sammy? Do you remember saying yeah, That's what I'm saying. You're fucking my brain up like fucking yeah. Lenny. I know. Like Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Look, my wife called me Lenny, and I, I don't like that. I never liked it. <laughs> what was I? Uh, great fucking movie. Uh, which brings us, we're talking about this Memento film. 
That's uh, right. It's great. 2000. Or actually 2001 if you saw it in the United States in theaters. Yes. Whoa. Yes, Blowing right. my mind again. Yes, right. Yeah. Just it, the festival circuit was in 2000. 2000, yeah. But, wow. It, financing, man. That's how it works. I'm in the midst of it right now myself. It is a fucking hellhole. I will tell you that. <laughs> well, yeah. It, it took a while. It, this movie is one of those films that did the, the festival run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Went to Sundance. Did all that. Um, they even have some cool uh, behind the scenes from Sundance where they interviewed Christopher Nolan. Right. So it's like, you know, this is indie film, man. And then four years later, that motherfucker is so good, he does Batman Begins. Hey, man. God damn. He's so strong this in this. This guy's a fucking legend. Like, like this this movie is, like, really, really, really strong. Uh, there, there's a couple things that me about, but, like, most of this film is super fucking strong. And it's also the beginning of our Listener Appreciation Month. Oh, that's right. We got to uh, make sure we uh, announce that. Yeah. yeah. Mr. John Rogers recommended this film. Thank you, John. So, yeah, that's right, guys. Every every single episode this month, listener requested. I mean, it's only four films, really, but, like, you are acting like it's, like, every single film. Well, there are four hey, listeners. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know, there's actually 13 reviews on, uh, I, I, uh, no. on, on iTunes. Hey, so no, there's that's more amazing. than four listeners. There's 13 listeners. And look, and, look, and if you want to leave a review, please leave a review. It helps people find the podcast. Yeah, there's three five, reviews, five star but, review. like, you know, there's, like... 15 likes or 13 likes or whatever and, it is that has five stars on it. But, and here's the deal. You know, that, that thing where I said, like, you know, probably about, uh, you know, actually, you know, uh, I bring up something else, too. This is my two-year anniversary on the podcast. Oh, uh, man. Congratulations. I love you guys. It's nice to be here again. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we, we've steadily seen the increase in numbers since you joined. I know. So, you and know, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just kind of feel like, you know, well, you know. You know, everybody's requesting that trailer voice. <laughs> yes. In a world where one man can bring the audience <laughs> to the podcast. You know, I have... Um, <laughs> That's one way better than my Will Arnett one, man. I um, used to do that and just throw people away. You know, but I, I, I made a promise a long time ago that if you leave a five-star review, I will send you a T-shirt. But here's the deal. I'm not going to just buy 15 T-shirts. And so... Um, yeah, economics. I, I, I you need to... buy in bulk, right? Right, right. And, and, that, and that actually, that actually will... That, that cap will, will end... At 100. So the first 100 people who give us a five-star review, I will send you a fucking T-shirt. Yeah. And, and you don't and have if to you do, type too much. You can just well, say, like, excellent, or I yeah, like it. But or, here's the deal. Meh. This is what I need you to do. If you've, if you've left us a five-star review, I need you to take a screenshot of that and send that to the uh, it's the movie crew, C-R-E-W-E, at gmail.com, correct? That's correct. Yeah, so, se- so send it to that with the extra E, because we're, we're, like, bougie like that. Whoever took the fucking movie crew without the fucking you know, extra E at the end. And also, uh, if you feel like uh, like emailing the, the, uh, the movie crew without the E and ask if they will relinquish their, uh, that email to us, <laughs> <laughs> I've sent them a few emails myself asking, and I, I always link the podcast. And they don't care. They're and they obviously like, don't give a shit. This yeah. is defunct. Uh, or, yeah, Google I, just hasn't taken it away yeah, yet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's just probably sitting there, and no one's ever fucking getting it. The only person who emails them is me and some of our listeners. Maybe. Yeah, you're probably keeping the account active. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking it up for us. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. We if, would have closed this a long time ago, but this Jared guy keeps sending his emails. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, if you leave us a five-star review and we ever hit 100, I promise I'll get you a t-shirt. Be sure to send in that screenshot to the movie crew at gmail.com. We're, spo- we're supposed to do this at the very end, though. Right, <laughs> I know, but I'm, I, if I'll forget by the time we get there, and we actually haven't jumped into the to the thing yet. But I'm well, sorry, I'm, I'm fucking it up. I, I'm just crazy. I'm just crazy. Man, you're so excited. You're like, oh, two years. Two I, years. I, I'm two years old now. It's hard to keep a relationship for two years, and I just it is. <laughs> it's fucking hard. I know. Trust me. I'm going through the toddler phase right now. Oh I'm man, that's why I'm walk. talking so much, and I'm just so fucking excited just to be here. <laughs> 
in any ways. All right, on to, <laughs> wow. on to the movie. <laughs> now that we uh, have gone really sidetracked here for a while, I guess this, no, that was housekeeping stuff. No, no man, no, it's yeah. cool, yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah. man, it's, yeah, it's, good, it's good to air it all out so we can now yeah. get into this really heavy fucking crazy movie. <laughs> and sorry I've been missing for about eight months. I'm sure all your listeners fucking loved it. No, uh, man, it's, it's no, bullshit. It's good I to have am you here. What have you been doing? Man, I... Uh, you care to share with us there? Ah, uh, man. Well, you know, I, I run WA Films, uh, which is now a full-service company, but we only specialize in, like, national commercials. And, uh, you know, you've been cutting a few of those things for us, like the Lazy Boy commercials and stuff, so that's been fun. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, gearing up for um, my first feature film as a director. Boom, uh, boom, it's, boom. Yeah, it's been three years in the making, we man. We got some trailer. good talent attached. I know. <laughs> we got Jared doing the trailer. We got Brian Directed editing by visionary here. director, Waheed. If nothing else. Al-Kasabe. Al- it's Al-Kawasme. Al-Kawasme. <laughs> but I just said it how every American says it. <laughs> by Waheed Al-Swami. Al-Swami. <laughs> I think we need to do a movie crew podcast uh, trailer of this. That way when it gets done, you can, you can fuck up his, yeah, his exactly. last name and just well, be like, what? Uh, fuck it. Just go see it <laughs> it's a movie that has some some stars you've heard of and some you've never heard of and half of it is translated from arabic into english no, that's you have to read sexy. subtitles motherfuckers so that, no that's that's good man yeah no, man like dude that. you're, you're so, losing half your american audience I, right oh, there dude, I, I ain't this gonna is, read this no is, film i don't even like books i know man <laughs> uh, I, you know i hope no investor current investors are listening to this future investors ah eh, whatever but yeah, um, yeah, this is really it's 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 an American film made for European audiences. It's weird. It's usually like you get them the other way around. You know, it's a European film made like for American audiences. Right. It's kind of like a reverse, and it's a. Uh, um, I don't want to give too much, but it has a lot of uh, refugee influence and a lot of stuff. I wrote this years ago, like uh, three so years ago. So it's topical, is what you're saying? Yeah, no, man. And it's good. It's political. Well, it's, I it's, like it. It's been topical for three years, man. Like I'm gonna tell you one thing though. If I'd known it's gonna take me this long to get this fucking film made and you know, like all the money I spent out of my own pocket into just developing it because, you know, that's what you got to do when you're an indie filmmaker, man. Uh, Unfortunately. But, uh, you know, we got some good talent and stuff. But, yeah, if you told me four years or three years ago that, like, when I wrote it, I'm, like, gung-ho and, like, spent all that money the first year, like, casting and all that. I did all that on my own, you know, and yeah. developing the investor's packet and all that stuff. And w- maybe we ought to do a podcast just about that one day when the film is almost done. Of course. Not before. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, man. we got to see it, and then we got to review yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You're going, I don't know uh, about that shot, Wahid. No, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'll be hiding under a fucking... You guys are brutal with that shit. I'll be hiding under a hall somewhere. Wahid, why, uh, why did we leave this shot in the movie? Why? I'll be like, wait, you Brian edited this, Brian? What so. the fuck? Because, well, the Arabic parts, he's not going to edit. I'm going to have to fucking edit half of those. Uh, or our assistant editor, who speaks Arabic. No, you, what you, are you, these just sit him. you just sit behind him, and, like, you know, you actually, like... Act it behind him as he's editing, or, and, and like you keep, he's like, he's like <laughs> translating yeah, real he's life translating, in English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sit here, it's so, called supervised uh, edit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's what I've been busy with, man. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me it's again. Good, it's good to have you here. Yeah, man. Yeah, for man. Listener Appreciation Month. I feel like you guys did all the work, and I'm just now here. <laughs> no, man, it's <laughs> cool. Glory. You know, because like the last guest we had didn't even watch the movie, so at least you've seen this. <laughs> oh, that's true. James did. Well, that, that was very spur of the moment. Yeah. But, you know. This is one of my favorite films, man, of all time. I remember first time I saw this, this is when I decided to um, – well, I didn't decide. I had a soccer injury. Um, I actually used to be a really good soccer player back in the day, and I played semi-young uh, semi pro. I don't know what you guys call them here in America, but Kids. like <laughs> – 
Well, I would. Amateurs. I would. I, I, <laughs> if you you're the poet, you're amateur. Yeah, but it ain't fully amateur, all right. <laughs> but like it was, it was one of those where like you know we get you on this team. You like the old within, guys yeah, out there. Within, like, within two years, young. yeah, within two years, you know, you like Oops. make it up to the you know like the 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 premier level. Anyways, I got injured, and all I could do at that point because I just immigrated to America and I had no friends is fucking watch films. And so this was like 2000, 2001, and all I did is just sit down and fucking binge watch movies, and that's how I watched that. I watched that on HBO, and I'm oh, like, oh, you saw it on HBO, yeah, and I'm like, holy fuck. What the fuck is this shit? And right. I was not fully like aware of Quentin Tarantino yet, so like you know that 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 pacing and the different right. cuts kind of a uh, like culture. Uh, but man, I remember seeing this. And I'm like, oh man, that's the girl from the Matrix. <laughs> oh, that's I don't know who that's the dude from the Matrix. <laughs> no, no, that's the dude from like that Time Machine shitty ass film. That oh, I no, just I was watched, talking like, about the, the other guy. <laughs> oh, Joe Pantoliano. Joe, uh, 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 Joe, Joe Pantoliano. Pantoliano. Pantoliano, which means the guy of the pants. <laughs> no, that's really what he, it means. He's that guy from Baby's Day Out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wow, brother. <laughs> yes. You're Holy taking shit. it way back. Yeah. You're taking it way back when that guy first started. Yeah. Man, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> Ooh. But, yeah, that, that was... bring up Bad Boys 2 or yeah, what? Yeah, I was know, he's good in that. I'm talking about yeah, Baby's Daddy. Tip baby, Baby's Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know Home Alone with a Baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Oof. This is a fucking great movie. Have you have you guys... Any of you guys saw, saw this in the theater when it came out? No. Nah. I think this is one of those movies that's like... Uh, it's one of those, like, if you're a filmmaker you want want to be a filmmaker this is one of those like motivating films where you're like holy shit that was amazing I've got to do this oh my god oh my god this was amazing so I saw it in film school so it's like it's like oh my god you've seen this movie you know like no let's watch it uh, man, you're, like, I, you're like I studied the theory of this yeah. film in film school <laughs> this was one of the movies uh, I saw in the, in the theater uh, it, was, it was about five months before going to film school Oh, oh really? nice. What are your projectionists? It, it's a motivating film. Or, or actually before like, going to uh, Full Sail. Because I was, like this. I was that, in college. Is that is that when you were a projectionist and when you saw it or you saw it? No, no. I was not working a projectionist at this time. I was actually working at like a, a pet store. Okay. You know, uh, it, was, it, was, it was in <laughs> between the colleges. <laughs> um, what was the name of the pet store? We don't want to get sued, uh, man. What was it? What was it Petco or PetSmart? It was like a national chain or something local? Like like no, like like was, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, where like that pet store. It was a national chain, but like a kind of like a, a southeast. So it's, it's like a regional southeast store. Yeah. Okay, cool. One of those, yeah. one that's of those cool, days. man. No, that's I forget cool. what the name of it was. Did you have live dogs there? Uh, no. Okay, so it wasn't a big pet store. No, it wasn't a big pet store. We had, we had we had guinea pigs and a lot of fish. I'm just checking your memory here because yeah. it's on point. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I can remember yeah. the the theater was the Varsity Theater uh, in Chapel Hill. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. And it's uh, it's a one screen uh, little auditorium. It's man, it's been around for like over fifty See, I years. I like a one yeah, screen. Yeah. They have kind of like this like it's like it's got yeah. a feel to it's it. It's like Cinema you know? Paradiso, man. Yeah. It's like that you know like that community feel. You know, like oh, it's hey, like, there's oh, this creepy is the creepy guy from the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a creepy guy from the corner over there coming to watch the film with us. Yeah, and they actually have the popcorn popper like popping the popcorn. Oh, like, right yeah, they, nice. They, they don't do that sell. anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, well, you can't for like large numbers of people. You can't do it. Dude, you can't. Yeah, man. That, yeah, those you, machines you, will you, fucking die. Running out of popcorn. Like, I remember <laughs> seeing them at the Malco, you know, before I went to film school. No, they were like the novelties, though. They, they, they were there for like the one-off, but then 
really everything else was like done dumped behind the, and dumped uh, from the yeah from yeah, yeah. Okay. when you're seeing so that you're telling me that was that was they're fake. just pouring some yeah. fresh on that top of yeah. some stale popcorn yeah they're, yeah they're fucking lying like all movies are lies and so are movie theaters god damn it if I'm paying nine dollars business for fucking goddamn refreshments I want it to be fresh. It's, 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 well back 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 <laughs> well hey. if you notice like when you go to the first show even at those one screen theaters where they're popping yeah. the popcorn back there. They already have some popcorn. Yeah. Already I remember the first there, time yeah. I That's saw not fresh. behind yeah. the door. You know, you're standing there waiting for your hot dog. And uh, they open up that back door and you see those giant bags of popcorn that are just like, yep. and you're just like, oh my God. How do they keep it from getting stale? You ever left a bag of popcorn out that you popped in the microwave and then you come back and it's just like fucking you just stale? Leave it. Once you pop it, you just throw it in those bags and you tie it up and you throw it on yeah. the shelf. Yeah. And then you just reheat it. So they do pop it there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That yeah, makes me feel. It, you pop it in the back. Makes me feel a little better because for some reason I was thinking that like because how oh, massive no, no, it, the bag. Does, it doesn't come in pre-popped. I mean, like okay, logistically good. speaking, it doesn't make much sense because you can pack more in a truck if it's not popped and you. Depending on the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my issue. You either pop it once a week or twice a week, and you just get all your popping out then. No shit. You never do it okay, on the weekend. See? No, that's yeah. good. That's hey, what he said. Yeah, the, week, <laughs> the weekend has the stalest popcorn. Yeah. Which doesn't but make that's sense. That's the most of the time I go. Yeah. Dude, I know it doesn't do like there's a lot of stuff that don't make sense, man. <laughs> but you know, we're talking about nine dollars, man. When this film came out, shit concessions, like I you know, the ticket back then was like five dollars and fifty cents. Right. You know, like yeah, so totally. I, I saw this at a matinee for like under five dollars. It was like four fifty, yeah. dude. And then right about and by the time that I was going to college, uh f- films went up a little higher, but I got my student ID, which kept them at five dollars. Uh so nice. it was like this is sexy. Oh, man. man. I yeah. never went to college, so I didn't have that privilege. Damn it. You went to the college of life. I did. I AM- did. It was a good college. AMC <laughs> though, they did they did they take student ideas? Because I don't think they did when I was uh, when I went when I was in uh, when I was in full sale and in Orlando. I would go to the Regal, and the Regal oh. would uh, would would give you five dollar movies for your stu- uh, for your student ID. And then even when I came back uh, here at the uh, the Paradiso, uh, no, it was the uh, Peabody Place downtown. Where, where, oh, you, the you movie cool. Yeah, you could do. Oh, yeah. the, you, you would get five dollar uh, yeah. movies with your uh, student ID. Oh, well. movie cool. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, wasn't a student ID. It's that dot edu account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that hooked me up for a while. Oh my! I still goodness. have that account. Hey, man, you can get a lot of. Uh, wow, I didn't need to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> yep. No more. We're not talking about it. I need to talk to you be, later. Right. Like every time, I, yeah. He's, like, he's, always, he's always got this producer thing. He's like pushing it, and then just like, it, like oh, I could save money here. <laughs> I need you to look at my taxes in a minute. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know, that's how that's how uh, he basically fundraised this whole fucking film. This this film didn't have a big budget, man. What was the budget on this movie? Nine million. Well, that's hey, what it's that, reported. That's a big budget to me. Yeah, but no, here's <laughs> it, it is here, pretty big for an indie, an indie as film. Well. Yeah, but here's how that's it started. The price of though. Split. Here's how it started. That's true. Uh, well, that's split in the new economy we're in back then. So that would be even oh, less. Be, it, it no, 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 no. I'm not be, talking about inflation. Sorry, I'm talking about the new economy we're in, where they try to maximize their ROI. Fuck the art. Fuck all that shit. Right for as little money as they can give you. So, like, to give Split $9 million, which right. would have been the equivalent of, like, $16 million back in 2000 or 99 when he did it, whatever right. it is, for them, they know they can sell it on demand in North America for 4.5 and then sell it in China. And then se- because it doesn't have any ghost aspects or anything like that, China will regulate it. They'll let it sell it on demand, not on in theaters because China – dictates now if you are to be in theaters you have to have a Chinese character in there uh, really that's why Star Wars have Chinese characters in it that's why all these big movies have Chinese characters in it 
Uh, yeah. We're not just trying to diversify. They're like, we have no. to get in this market. Yeah, no, it's, wow. it's, it's, it's no, fuck. The, no. What was it? The fourth Transformers film was Yet the again, worst. Yeah, again, you're breaking my yeah. mind. No, shit. yeah. And so, and so then you sell that for like two and a half million dollars. And then you sell Southeast Asia, which is like Taiwan and all those other places for like another two million. Do you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. all on demand. This is not even in theater. You know, you can make 9.5 or whatever it is on split back in just on demand. So if the film goes to theater and makes, does well, then it's extra added value. But back then, for them to give them $9 million, that was for, like, international distribution. That's the expectation back then. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, in theory, really, um, yes, $9 million of 1999 money is more by, you know, uh, inflation than today's money. But that's not really accurate as far as the value on your ROI. I bet you it's probably close to the same because you have to remember Memento shot on film as well. And yeah. it's really good. And, and, and Split that, and, was digital. That, yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying too. So like yes, Memento was shot on film and so $9 million is not really $9 million, right? About two of that just went to film stock and processing and all that stuff. Oh yeah, your fucking lab fees. Yeah, do you that. get what I'm that's saying? Insane. So like, yeah. so really their, their actual budget. So, you know, you got to take the above the line out because she just, you know, she was an unknown actress, all right? She did the Matrix. Carrie Moss? Yes. She had done the Matrix. But no, but that was while they were filming this. So I, I don't think Matrix, any of the actors got a lot of money on. Yeah, this. so do you know what I'm saying? But what I'm no, but Wait, here's the Matrix the thing. came out before this though, right? Came yeah, out, came out one year, but they were shooting this the same time. Oh, no, no, that's no, no, interesting. They, they shot this in '99 into no, no, no. 2000. No, uh, Christopher Nolan saw the Matrix, and yeah, that's, that's the I reason thought. he I, cast. I thought he oh, saw really? the Matrix, and, and that's why yeah, he, he says that. On and then oh, she's the reason shit. why Joe uh, was added because she's like, you can't have him. You can't have me unless you bring him along. Well, look at that. That's why we're doing podcast people. Well, no, he. Kerry uh, Moss actually suggested it because um, Christopher Nolan was having a hard time getting the Teddy character cast. Well, he's badass as Teddy. Yeah, and he Dude, fucking rocks this role. Yeah, Nolan kind of fought it. Fuck. Really? He, yeah, he was like, uh, I don't know. Like everybody kind of sees him as a villain, which like yeah. he had just come off the Matrix, so I can see where Nolan's yeah. coming no, from. No, but that's cool because the twist that leads up to the end, though, you think he's a villain up until the end, where that 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 makes Spoiler the alert. That, fuck it that that makes the uh, that makes the, the the twist at the end even better. Yeah, what you're the just twist? like, whoa, no, so that's, that's great for the fucking film, dude. No, he fucking nailed that. I mean, I think I, uh, do you consider this an end a twist? Because you guys didn't consider Unbreakable when we watched that fuck a twist. You, bro, that was a twist. That was a fucking twist. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Wait, oh, I did listen the, to that podcast. I, told, I have no, a lot I, of quarrels about that with you guys. We'll by talk the way. about it on the break. Yeah. Uh, like I, um, I, t- I said that was a twist. I said it's a light twist. Oh, go back and listen to somebody, somebody was giving back. me somebody was giving me shit about that. That's all I'm saying on Unbreakable. Somebody was giving me crap about that being a twist. Like like a listener or somebody in the room when we were talking about it. So he's saying it was we either you or Benson. He's so, so polite lately. I was I was, I was, I I was saying him. that uh, I'm saying that maybe it's Jeremy, but I don't remember what he said. But I I say and I I because I always say the same things. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like I, I it's we like, don't grow as people. At it, all. It, it was like, <laughs> It was a light twist. It wasn't yeah. like uh, you know, like I see dead people. It was yeah. like it was like oh, you're the bad guy. Oh, we knew that the whole fucking time. It was leading yeah. up to it. Yeah, well, this, I didn't know the, that the, the whole time. The, this was a, this was a twist you did not see coming. I'll tell you that. Oh the, no, there's no way that you saw. But this it's one not coming. really that much of a twist because you're not really like. It's not. It's what not you, really wait, a twist. It's the spoilers, way they edited spoilers, it. Spoilers, spoilers. I've got to say it right now. Yeah. What do you mean that, that he was the that the that he was the one that killed his wife? Okay, and like, look, oh, there's when, the fucking twist. Okay, bro. when you're watching the movie and they go back to the same location, so the movie starts off with uh, Joey Pants getting shot, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you know he's Joey gonna Pants. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, dude. That's uh, what, from now on, he's Joey Pants. That's what everybody calls him. I know. didn't know that, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because me, me and Joey, we go way you know, back. Me, me and Joey Pants. <laughs> 
don't make me go get my father. Never met the motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you see Joey Pants uh, get murdered in the beginning, and then when you get uh, to the end, that building is very clearly distinct. I mean, you even see the same car. Yeah, it's the same location. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no it shit. ends so, and starts in the same location. But that, location, has, that yeah. has nothing to do with the... But when I first saw this movie, I thought what they were going to is it like they were going to show me him get killed again. Yeah, yeah. Or something right. along those yeah. lines, or they were going to somehow connect. Dude, I... I did not see the the character switch, of, and this is why I bring up Unbreakable because to me it's an emotional betrayal, right? Of like this person that you think you knew the entire time, it turns out that that's not who they are. That's not their motivation. Totally, yeah. And it's just all a bunch. It's just, it's it's a character shock, yeah. right? It's a it's well, a character. This whole betrayal. film is is putting you in his mind frame. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. and actually I love how the film sets itself up at the very first opening frame is the only reverse shot in the movie that's actually reversed yep. and it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like the filmmaking nod going this is what we're doing. Well, it's, it's the whole doing, first scene. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is reversed. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, uh, it's a picture. It's like a Polaroid yeah, picture. Yeah, 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 uh, Going yeah. from it's like, like it, developed to, to like undeveloped. undeveloped. Yeah, and it's kind of like setting up the whole mood for the film. Yeah, and exactly. I, 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 uh, I don't have my notes with me. I left them at the office, man. What the fuck? But anyways, you're up here in your brain. I know, man. Uh, but yeah, like that was one of my notes. It's like, man, it, immediately like the film starts off and it's giving you. What it's gonna be on like this is my maybe twentieth viewing of it, right? Do you know what I'm saying? I'm well, like, it trains oh, shit. you, just like yeah. So it's kind of like the very first like fifteen twenty minutes of the movie is kind of really easy to follow, yeah. And what they what they're doing is is they're setting up the rules, and so they they and, the, and even with him explaining to the guy at the uh, the guy who's running the motel, there's your exposition. Yeah. He tells the he tells the exposition of the of the whole thing, and then he also kind of sets the relationship where he's like, oh yeah, you've told me that before, and but uh, I will say that uh, that guy who's in, who's the uh, the guy who's working the counter, oh, the clerk, yeah, yeah. the clerk. He's really good, and he's in this new uh, show called um, Patriot. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, dude, that, he's, in know, the, that, he's in Batman Begins, bro. Yeah, man. Come on. What was he in that? Was he in that? He was one of he's the a, henchmen. No, he's, oh, no, a, he's um, a Gary Oldman's partner. Yeah, he's, he's oh, really? that dirty yeah. cop. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Batman like gets him, and he, like. Well, uh, I'm saying yeah. I'm watching I'm watching Patriot right now, and he's in it. But like he's, and he's he plays an anarchy. Like, Sons of anarchy. Oh, is he really? Fucking yeah, man, he's a fucking biker in that man. Yeah, he's fucking badass. He's a great actor. He's also in John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah. His, na- his no name shit. is like, yeah. This guy gets around. Yeah, he, I, I, what, what's, what's his actual name? John Boone or something like that? Oh, no, I forget he's what a the, badass. Yeah, he's something a great Boone character. Or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's fucking fantastic, man. He's got that badass beard. Something Boone. Or... Mark Boone Jr. Yeah, there you go. Mark, Mark Boone. Boone. Mark Boone, you're a badass. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I'm on the podcast. He's, he's fucking totally badass, man. Um... Actually, yeah, I think I can make that happen. But but yeah, but so the, so that'd be badass. So the whole the whole first part of the uh, of the movie is kind of setting up the world, like you know, like yeah. you do, and kind of like you know, no one gets right to it. And then once we start going into this like time jump thing, yeah, where you know, there's there's two timelines going in the movie. You've got the black uh, the white black color. and white timeline, yeah. and you've got the color timeline. Everything that's color is in reverse order, but everything that's black and white is in chronological order. order. And yeah. it, and they and they actually meet together and have a cool little and color thing. And he wrote the, the script that way. Fuck me. See, there's a short there's a short story that his brother wrote that kind of yeah. gave him the idea, and I, I want to read the short story and see if it's kind of written out of it's order. It's on the Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't have the Blu-ray, Brian. I saw it on Amazon Prime. Well, you can, oh, you can, man. You can, you can buy them online. You, you can buy I, I highly now. recommend the Blu-ray for this because this is one of only two um, audio commentaries that you can even listen to I didn't from get a chance. Mr. I was going to go buy it, but then I was like, fuck, so I kind of got ran down at the end, and I wanted to... I will go back and listen to the commentary because, like, oh my seriously, gosh, really? Wait, why, why does he not do commentaries? He's, he stopped after Do you insomnia. have time to do commentaries right now? I mean, I, I mean, you're kind of someone, dude, if someone <laughs> is paying me $95 million to make 
Fuck, my badass film with my badass five. Dude, the commentary is amazing. It starts off like Christopher Nolan speaking, and it's in backwards, and then they slow it down, and it starts playing forwards. That's amazing. <laughs> like he says, "Hello, my name is Christopher Nolan," and they play it backwards. <laughs> it's exactly how it sounds. It's amazing, dude. <laughs> dude, that's awesome. And Joey Pants when uh, when he's, he's there at the end, and he's getting uh, you know that confrontation. Uh, yeah. at the very end yeah and christopher nolan uh sits there and, and says he's lying i missed it i rewound it motherfucker recorded different fucking tracks for his audio commentary there's four different tracks for that one chapter where he says uh that joey pants is lying in one scene and then he says oh no uh the teddy character here is telling the truth oh uh well teddy doesn't know what he's talking about i forget what the the third one is damn or the fourth one. But ridiculous, man. Yeah. It's just like he's playing with audiences the entire time. Dang, he's dude. having so much fun. Well, that's what I'm telling you is that like he's putting you in that mind frame. Yeah. Like he, he, if you you as an audience member are, are kind of like confused the whole time as he is. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then it's as not you a realize gimmick. it's not it's, it's not it's a gimmick. Not. That, dude, no. that, but, that, but that's why it's I a like, great storytelling. When like, I watched it, man, right? I was like, this is fucking brilliant because like. Even at like fourteen, fifteen, I'm like, yeah, they're just doing that, at, you know, just to kind of like, ooh, it's the cool factor. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And like, I just remember like being like fucking mind blown just watching this. I'm like, holy fuck, this is like nuts. Like, how can you like in your head while you're on set, like, ha? I know. Look, the script is the bible for everything, and I get, and Christopher Nolan is one of those people. The script is the fucking bible. Right. But like at the same time, like, how can you like? keep up with it that way and how do you shoot it that way do well, you shoot it chronologically based on how the events happen or do you shoot it by how the scenes happen do you know because he well, gets scratched well, movies are shot point. out of order anyway but, but here's the deal it's actually edited you know? it's edited uh, like in chronological order on, yeah. on the dvd yeah it's 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 hidden you have to go in and uh, there's a hidden thing where you answer some questions yeah I know. and then it opens it up and yeah. then you can actually watch it in order so it's it's edited that way so it's just basically an editing trick where you no 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 and, 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 and i get it i get it but but th this is not this is not a function of someone brilliant like john ottman coming in and saving the usual suspects by making that kind of a Back and you were forth. saying this was uh, created by design. This was created by design. Totally. Therefore, it was shot by design that way. Therefore, it was edited also by design that way, right? And so, like, man, just the fucking complexity. Can you imagine the first AD trying to keep up with, like, what no. scene happened? Dude, that guy must have fucking went nuts. Man, look, they fucked up some shit, though. They, f they fucked up some shit on set that uh, Christopher Nolan was he, he was talking about in the audio commentary, like um, reversing the footage in the beginning. Yeah. The very, yeah. very beginning. With the gun. Well, they yeah. shot that with reverse mags. And I didn't realize this, but so that was done in camera. Mm -hmm. No, it was fucking shit. That's why it looks so good. It's so clean. When you take film and you reverse it, that's an optical print. So you lose a generation. So that you actually get a little bit more grain when you do that. Yeah. Right. So what he he wanted the most pristine image. So they shot everything reverse mag. They they get it running and they're gonna do the um, the shell casing flipping. Yeah. Well, they couldn't figure out, you know, like how to make the shell casing stop exactly where it needs to be. No shit. Right into that frame. That's very hard to do. So, you know, Nolan was like, well, I'll just put the shell casing on the floor and then I'll blow it out of frame. Boom, we're done. Well, the whole fucking, the crew got confused and they shot that in reverse mag. So what they ended up shooting was reverse action and a reverse mag, which made the shell casing go forward, so they had to optically print that to make it go backwards, backwards. again. Oh, shit. <laughs> but you know what? That's a mistake That's that awesome, no one though. other Isn't than someone like Christopher Nolan would fucking But here's know. the deal. If it, you it watch totally it on the Blu-ray, you can see the extra grain on that one shot. Uh, but, dude, 
you got to look for it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I watched it in HD yesterday, not in Blu-ray. But uh, and, and it, it totally, it, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't I was just like, it. oh, this yeah. is badass. Oh, you got to yeah. look in the black, bro. You know, th- yeah. this, this film, uh, uh, Wally Fisher, um, yeah, dude. the DP, uh, who what? ended up doing Batman, winning an Oscar. What, uh, what a sexy DP, but, man. But, man, this, this fucking film holds up, bro. Like, it's, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it is fucking amazing. Looking. I actually like the, um, you know. Um, the bathroom scenes, it's kind of like we've gone away from this style that he's kind of doing this a little bit to more like muted and, and like uh, the uh, the lighting's not as hot on people. Yeah. Uh, but in this man, like uh, every time you see Carrie Ann Moss, like uh, like in the diner scene and all that, like she's like like a half a stop underblown out, like on her skin. Yeah, like you know, it's just like crazy. He plays like, with shadows so, a lot yeah. in this film. Like, the, I, I, I like the hot light. The windows really in the nice. hotel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're all, yeah. like, blown out. And, and, yeah. when, and when he, when he uh, every time, uh, when they go into that, like, abandoned building and they've got all those, yeah. like, uh, those plastic sheets hanging oh, out the yeah. doors and they're lighting through that, so the, yeah. the diffuse, basically the light's, like, three feet away from them. Yeah. And everything's soft and sexy. Yeah. It just looks really good, no, man. I know, man. Dude, I, I agree, man. Like, you know, and then, like, the bathroom scenes, to me, like, you know, they were, like, overexposed by about, you know, about almost a full stop. You know, and like obviously it's purposeful, but like man, it just fucking looks gorgeous. Like oh, you know, dude, yeah, dude. All, all the, and then the scenes with um, uh, the the fucking guy that ends up playing this character on Silicon Valley. What's his? You know, the Sammy Jenkins. Uh, the oh, guy who plays Liam Tobolowski. Yes. Uh, that guy, man, he's Ned, fucking amazing. Ned the head, Ned, 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 Ned Ryerson, you know. <laughs> uh, he's barely got yeah, any lines, too, you know, but yeah. he owns No, yeah, all that scenes. stuff was uh, improv. He didn't have any dialogue. There was nothing. It was all action lines. So everything he did yep. was all improv, yeah. and he's so fucking good. Same thing with uh, Guy Pierce When he's talking in those black and white scenes, right. they just improv that. Well, did, and also, did you know that um, William Tobolowsky actually had amnesia at once in his life? Oh, shit. So he so just he, he was actually shit? pulling from personal experience Holy to make fuck. things happen. Yeah, it was from the, uh, some kind of like a, a sedative they gave him yeah. for some surgery kind of or something like that bit, that but, yeah, causes amnesia yeah. so you can't remember it. But it also shows his range there. I mean, you, you see this guy and you think he's like a comedic actor. Yeah. But like, man, when, when he can pull it out, he can pull it out. I think he did oh, a dude, damn good dude, job You know, like that, that scene where he had to, uh, where his wife wanted to do a control test with him to see yeah. if he's faking it or not or if, if, if he believed, you know, if she, be- she believed that deep inside right. he would remember her and he uh, had to give her that insulin shot like oh. six times in a row. Dude, his face every time, and then her face every dude yeah. like makes you fucking cry. Like holy shit, this guy it's very, is very, like, very strong, and it's shot really, yeah. really well. Yeah, Man, the, what a story. The the one that k- kills me is when when he comes up and he's uh, well, no, it's it's when the wife comes up to him and she says something along like, uh, "Oh, did uh, did Helen call or something like that." And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, Helen can't call. Helen's been dead for like how many years? And yeah. he's like, I'm like, sorry. He's I'm like, what sorry. did I do? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. dude, damn Fuck, it. bro, that's heartbreaking. Well, it actually, yeah. the, and in the end of the scene where he kills his wife, you know, his whole thing's like, well, what's going on? He goes over and gets on top of her. He's like, wait, wait. Yeah, he's yeah, like, what's yeah. happened? What happened? And he just like breaks, like goes into yeah. child mode. Oh, I, I guess we have to give the gimmick of what's going on to the audience if they haven't seen it, which, by the way, now, spoiler look, alert. Look, if you're this far in, you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So the, the whole film is about this guy that has, um, well, no, it's not amnesia. It's short-term memory loss. So they can't remember anything I forget what did. they call it, what, what kind of amnesia it was. Yeah. Oh, I had but it earlier. They called it, like, something grade amnesia. It was, uh... Re- that's not retrograde. It's not retrograde. It's something Something Intergrade. Yeah, it's Something where like basically you can't remember a conversation you just had. You can't remember. You have no short-term memory. Yeah, exactly. But you have the long-term memory. But what this guy ended up doing basically is lie enough to himself to re-give himself a purpose 
with this disease to keep going. Right. And you just caught him in one chapter of the many different chapters that he invented for himself just for this film, basically. Right. You know? And, dude, there's some fucking funny-ass one-liners in there, like, when his ass is in, is in that Jaguar and he's being chased by that guy, and he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Am I chasing him? And then the guy shoots oh, at him. He's like, no, I guess he's chasing me. He's, and he's like, 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 no, he's chasing me. <laughs> yeah, I love the fuck out of that. <laughs> that was a fucking brilliant liner, man. I, I just like that. Like he, like he, he's got about a seven, ten minute. But sometimes, sometimes he pushes it a little longer. You know, he, he can actually like last. No, I don't yeah. think there's a time thing. It's whenever he breaks focus. They even right. say yeah. in the movie, whenever he loses focus, is that's when. Yeah, it, it, it it Elizabeth Ann Moss's yeah. character knows that because Carrie. she does. Oh, Carrie, yeah, because she does this one scene, man. Um, where she's well, that's fucking what, brutal to oh, him. Yeah, we'll wait to that let, later. Let's save yeah. that. Like, yeah, you want to run the trailer? trailer? Yeah, you want to go ahead and run it? I think, I think it's it, time. It is trailer time. All right. This is the trailer for Minto. We'll be back. I have this condition. A condition? It's my memory. Amnesia. No, 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 no. no. It's different from that. What? Since my injury, I can't make new memories. Everything fades. If we talk for too long, I'll forget how we started. Next time I see you, I'm not going to remember this conversation. What's the last thing that you do remember? My wife. That's sweet. Dying. Lenny! I guess I've already told you about my condition. Oh, well, only every time I see you. You don't remember where you've been or what you've just done. No, I can't make new memories. It's like waking. It's like you just woke up. Maybe I can help you find him. Are you sure you want this? My wife deserves vengeance. Do not trust her. She's going to use you to protect herself. I think someone's been trying to get me to kill the wrong guy. You can question everything. You can never know anything for sure. Teddy, don't believe his lies. You wander around playing detective. Well, maybe you should start investigating yourself. Who did this to you? You did. I want my life back! Why are you asking me? I can't remember what I've done. What? I have no short-term memory. Since my injury, I can't make new memories. Everything fades. If we talk for too long, I'll forget how we started. Next time I see you, I'm not going to remember this conversation. <laughs> I don't even know if I've met you before. Alright, we're back. That was a trailer for Memento. This is a badass trailer. It is a good I trailer. I like that trailer. This is uh, brought to you by fr- Listener uh, Listener John. Appreciation Week. A month, sorry. Listener Appreciation Month. Some people are like a couple of beers and a couple of wines in already. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> getting a little crazy over here. Mr. John Rogers. Uh, John Rogers. There, there we go. go. John See? Hey, look, how about that memory? <laughs> you got your short, well, your long term memory. We, we, yeah. we, we accept Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> and catch out. <laughs> That's uh, no, uh, the movie crew extra e at the end of crew at gmail dot com. You can go ahead and um, send us uh, some money through. We're just uh, joking. PayPal. We love you, bro. Cash love only. We'll you. give Thank you the you. PO box at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> so that trailer, um, yeah, I haven't watched that trailer. I've never seen that trailer. That was good. Oh, yeah, that's the official trailer, man. That's I, the I've, one that got me kind of pumped for this yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen it once or twice, but I've never seen it in context of now I'm talking about the film. Right. And, like, holy shit, man, those titles in there that keep flipping a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they kind of give away a little bit, like, killer lover. Well, you know, blah blah blah. Like, and it just, that's what trailers do. That's why I don't really try to watch trailers because they kind of ruin movies. Yeah, I don't watch anything. I, I just recently I watch watched this now. movie called Mr. Church with um, with um, Eddie Murphy. Now that I've brought that up to people, and they made it's, it's directed by the same guy who did uh, Driving Miss Daisy. But if you watch the trailer for this movie, it gives away the entire film, and it also removes like the mysteriousness part of Eddie Murphy's character. Which I, going in cold, it's a completely different film if you've, you've seen the trailer. Yeah. It ruins it, so I, I don't like how like they ruin movies. But see, the one in this in this trailer is kind of subtle. Well, you got to yeah, remember, like Christopher Nolan was going around like shopping this movie. The, he, he, once he got the script done, he was shopping this film all around town, and every right. studio passed. Yeah, you know that's why New Market had to uh, put the money up for it. Well, I mean, you know? he, so, he also raised a lot of money from the festival circuit when he did the following for this one. I know, but everyone kind of looked at the following and was like, oh, "It's a good proof of concept," but kid, you had no money. Yeah. I, he even says like now it's it was an, it's a no budget movie. Yeah, yeah, like he six shot it on dollars on that. Yeah, he shot it on the weekend. How much? And six thousand, and he just holy uh, shit. He shot it on um um the what did he call it at the end of the reel? Uh, split ends? Like no, the, uh, the short, short ends. ends. Short ends. Yeah. Yeah, that's risky. Well, it was uh, but they were um sixteen millimeter too, so you know. But sometimes you don't know if short ends have been flashed or like you know how they were like handled because what well you know well, for, true, for, the, for the listeners uh, short ends is like so let's say you were shooting a scene uh, back in film let's say you had you know four hundred feet eight hundred feet thousand foot in the camera right whatever whatever you're shooting on and uh, they wrapped the scene or the end of the day and so whatever film was still left over in the camera they would put that back they would put the can back into the bag the the dark bag and they would go in and they take that film out and put that into another can and then tape it up and they okay cool so you know we have you know, 200 feet of this film stock right here and whatever's left over at the end of the film, they'll sell that back to the processing house and the processing house will, will, uh, you know, take a hit on that or whatever. And then they yeah, resell that throw out it in a dumpster. Yeah. But here's the deal. You don't know how that was really handled. Did the guy, did the, did the AC like fuck that up when they were like taking the film and putting it into a new can and all that? Uh, like the loader. You mean yeah, the, loader, the loader, the AC never Don't quote me on this. But I remember hearing a story from Christopher Nolan, I'm pretty sure it was it was for the following where he was talking about when when they got the short ends they actually got them from like Kodak, nice right yeah so they got them like they were the like he got the tail ends from the batch once it was processed and they so were cutting thing. the roll yeah so he was like clean okay he was actually getting so that's those. a little more tested he had kind of like a, a man well, I'm on the inside you, you can back you know you know 15 years ago I don't you, know if that's you, true you, you could go to like that. you know a because we, we, we did that at Continental in Orlando. We went and said, can, can we buy your short ends? Yeah. You know, and that's how we would shoot bullshit on, you know. Because we, we had access to all these film cameras, So we, but the only thing is we'd have to get our own stock. Well, the way you get cheap stock is you go buy short ends. And so the thing is, and, and, the, and the deal with that is with short ends, it's, it's hard to get the same film stock for multiple things. So your film ends up getting get a different look per scene because, you know, you're using this film stock for this. And we, then, okay, we've got another 300 feet of this. And, you know, you're just kind yeah. of like mixing and matching things. It's kind of hard to get that. And that's when you do something and people are like, oh, my God. You oh, are God. Epic. No, this man, is this amazing. is very arty. This this is, is that's totally on purpose. It's totally on purpose. I mean, like, you know, you know what I was really feeling for this scene is like, I think the extra grain and actually shooting this this daylight film inside, you know, for tungsten. It's kind of interesting. We had to like, you know, do all this other stuff. It's kind of it's a stylistic choice. You guys are joking here. And, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying you guys are not wrong, but really, when you look at Memento, Christopher Nolan does 
like all the film school, like what you fucking do on your first movie, but he makes it work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's yeah. got the black and white scenes, like, mixed with color. How many fucking goddamn uh, student yeah, film festivals have you been? Everyone but that's right. But, but when you know that that's that, the two that different time narration, the dead wife. Yeah. Those, yeah. Are, those are all, like, quintessential, like. Yeah. And, and sh- <laughs> shooting a shooting a scene in reverse. Like, how, right. many, how many times do you get it, uh, right. like, I've done a scene, and you're, the it's director's like, like doing it the hey, man, this way. is my first uh, movie. Uh, let's reverse this footage and, and then, uh, rewind it. And then also putting the noir stuff in there. Like, film yeah. school, film kids always love to do that noir thing where he's doing that, like, really, you know, so I was going to sit here and, like, huh, what, what room is this? You know, he's, he's got that really deep, you know, kind of, yeah. like, you know, like, a narration noir thing going on. But he did it Christopher Nolan style, and he's a badass, no, and he, it fucking worked. Totally fucking and worked no one it. else on this fucking planet will do fucking Christopher Nolan shit. It's well, kind of amazing that it works. Well, here's the deal. I, th- I, think, I think that once you kind of do a movie like brilliant, this... brilliant, bro. You, you he can't, knew it. You can't really do this again. Like, like what other films are cut out of sequence like this? Uh, uh, usual Suspects. Um, yeah. Breathless. You know, is what? probably the breathless is probably the most uh, oh, know, oh, fiction. example. Pulp uh, fiction, Pulp fiction. Yeah, Pulp fiction. Pulp the fiction. the earliest one I can think of is Rushmore, Kurosawa. Yeah, wow. Which also brings in the un uh, unreliable narrator. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, um, mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing true. Is this real? And, yeah, you know, right. Interesting. The character uh, Re- Reservoir know. Dogs. Is, uh, it's not a, it's not as regimented yeah, like this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. Where's the word exists? Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that. I need to go back and watch that movie. Have Jackie, we done that one Jack, for the podcast? We have not. We got to do that. Jackie Brown. Yeah, Jackie Brown. Well, all of Tarantino's movies have sections where they're out of order. But I mean, I, he's talking about yeah. like the, the whole, whole film. Movie. Yeah. The whole film, like as far as the for the concept. Yeah. Uh, other than Pulp Fiction, I really can't think of one. Hmm. Breathless and Rush. Well, yeah. I'm yeah. saying those are tough. okay. So about every 15 years, we can do another one. I'm sure there's some more. Yeah, I just yeah. can't think of them off the top yeah. of my head. It's been 19 okay, so. years. Jerry, get on it, man. It's been. It's I was years. making a guess. Just, just make sure that you have a dead wife in there. Age shoot section of it in black and white. Okay. Here's the deal. This is what we do. We're going to remake, okay, First Blood, but we're going to tell it backwards <laughs> because we need to make it hardcore. I actually listened to that podcast today <laughs> in the morning while I was like... Right, like I was, I, I well, I was looking over budgets today from my what my line producer sent me, and I was like, fucking just taking the accent, like, nah, fuck that, we don't need this extra PA here. I'm just doing your typical bullshit producer, You're killing thing. my jobs. I know, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. But anyways, uh, and I was listening to the, to the First Blood podcast, and they're like, man, you guys talk more about the book than the film, and <laughs> because we love the love fuck the out of the book. book. <laughs> the book, the is movie great. needs to be super remade, man. Yeah, dude, it's kind of like it kind of ruined the movie well, for me. Get in on it, man. Rewrite it. You I know? would love. Love to do that movie. Yeah, that, like I actually like I haven't been like excited about like I need to remake this movie. Hey, like, do, so, you, do know, you want me to put you in touch with my lawyer and have, have him um, try to go out and get you some rights? Let's fucking do that, man. I think we have to talk Stallone down from Rambo Five, though, guys. I think that's no, no, that's no, 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 no. You, you, let him, yeah, you let him have the Rambo franchise and all that stuff. You yeah. just take it and you make it, and you, you know you, you call it like Blood First. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I think you know how you how, you have, how you, have, you have multiple Batman uh, universes going on, and same thing with Star Trek and all that. You've got the, all that kind of stuff going on with the separate universes. You, you, he still has his. Yeah. Same thing with Ghostbusters and all that. There's a different universe. We just do this one where he's fucking hardcore. Like he comes okay, out of the I gate, badass. That. There you go. But, you know, if we remake that though, I don't want the character to be called Rambo. I, like I don't want. No, his it name needs to be, to be on, off the book, bro. Yeah. That's his name. But but I I, I like I actually. No, once no, 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 you no. say that on screen, it just you, has you, so you much do, weight. You do to the it. reveal at the end. 
no, no, someone give him no, the that's, nickname. That's, like, no, that's the way the book is. No, that is the most producer thing you've ever no. said on this show, Jared. But here's the deal. You're, you're like, hey, look, I'm, no. rubbing, I'm rubbing off, man. I'm rubbing off. <laughs> Waheed's here. I'm, I'm sucking off his energy. And I don't mean <laughs> sucking off as in sucking him off. I'm just talking about I'm, I'm taking his, his producer energy. Whatever, but bro. What, you what, got dollar signs in your head. But what I'm saying is, is like you, um, no, you, like in the book when you read it, he, he, they don't know his name until like most of the way through the film. So you, you do it like that. And in the, in the first one, like in, in the fucking movie, he shows up, he's wearing a damn army jacket shit. They don't know that. You're just like laying that all out there. You need to like re- reveal it as, as it goes instead of like, you know, giving it all on the front end. Well, see, look, man. You blow if, your load if, way too early. Look, if, if you're going to kill him anyway at the end, like if you follow yeah. the book, you, you know, just wrap it out. We don't, you don't even need to give him his name. He's dead. It's his own thing. Well, I, He's I, the kid. I, I, see that, see that, I, I okay. see that that podcast is not even finished yet. So uh, <laughs> an hour and a half from now, we're back to Memento. <laughs> Bro, we always come back around. But no, I mean, like, it's cool. And it also gives, it makes people go back and listen. Because we, no, you know, we want you to listen I, I to all it. the episodes. No, I love it. No, no, seriously, that was actually a fucking brilliant podcast. Like, I... I I'm on this podcast, and I fucking enjoyed listening to that podcast. I listen to all of them, and I really enjoy them. You like listening to your own voice? Uh, I, I've been doing podcasts for 12 years, and I edit a lot of podcasts, especially ones that I'm on, and uh, I'm just so fucking used to my, so, my stupid so you, voice. So you just love your voice, then. That's why I can do crazy things with my voice, yeah. because... Is it all sexy? Do you, do you put you, those ear pods you are in a your voice ears, yeah. and then do you do ASMR at night? And you no, do I don't, but like I, was, I was thinking about doing that. Do you, do you know what that is, Brian? No, I don't. There's this... Okay, so you need to look up ASMR. There's, like, this whole thing where, like... um. It's more about it's more listen, guys are actually rubbing the microphone. It, it, it's more no, I'm but no, kidding. but no. But here's the point of this. So, uh, so it's really nice. You know, you know, like a macro image. Yeah, I'm gonna make this make sense to you. So you know, that's like a close up. <laughs> no, seriously. You know, you know, like like a macro image. It's like it's like a really defined like close up image. Like if you're gonna shoot like a quarter and you want to read the 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 date and see all the intricacies, and you, you do use a macro lens shows you yeah. really tight focus yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. The, okay, so now take that concept and make that for sound. And ears. So, and ears. So, like, basically, there's this thing where uh, you can type it into Google later when we're off the podcast. Uh, and it's ASMR. And people, I don't know what that stands for, though. Uh, like audible, sensory something. So, yeah. so, they, so they'll take a really high, high quality recording of somebody, like, with a brush. And they're, like, running their hands through the bristles. So you kind of can imagine that yeah. sound, but just imagine that, and people will put that headphones on and listen to that, and it's it's such a and it'll go from like right ear to left ear, and it'll move around, and like and it kind of it'll make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and shit, and there's people talking in here, so I'm gonna read this book to you. And uh, so, and you know, do stuff oh, like so it sounds like our it's podcast before episode fifty. Where it sounded like, <laughs> hey guys, uh, Brian Elkins no. here. Uh, no, it's more, it's more in here, Brian. So I'm gonna hey. read. I'm gonna today. Yeah. I'm gonna hey read. Winnie Pooh goes to shopping. <laughs> shopping but Winnie th- Pooh was a regular bear. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that <laughs> shit will put you to sleep quick if you have anxiety, um, if you have, like, sleeping issues. Yeah. Like, it doesn't no, work for it, everyone. It actually, it no, just listen to Rain when something. I go to sleep. And, and, and actually, I found, I, I listened to, uh, I, um, I put on um, uh, Bob Ross, The Joy of Painting, uh, on, on Netflix to go to sleep. And uh, and apparently, what? it's the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah, the same pa- concept. Apparently, it's the yeah. same concept. It's like they, they actually have, uh, like, they, they released 
Bob Ross AM, ASMR stuff, uh, and it's kind of a soothing thing. And I, yeah. I listen to him. He's like, okay, so we're going to break out the fan brush, it's, it's, and we're going to like put some trees right here. And, yeah. You know, if you mix Van Dyke Brown with, you know, and it's like all this stuff. I can't listen to talking before you go to sleep. No, I listen, I'll just listen to it and kind no. of zone out and, yeah. like, and, like, and like go to sleep. No, because if, it, if it's on in my background, it fucks my dreams dude, up, so here, 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 I can't do that. No, no, here's, here's I can do thing. sounds, but I cannot, I cannot do talking. So I'm going go to I'm gonna come over one night and be like, but he, he, motherfucker, I won't move. <laughs> but he'll come out like, Brian. He, he'll yeah, have like the best horror talking. film. Yeah, he'll have like the best horror film. Uh, but no, dude, I get, I look, I, I sleep three hours a day. That's it, right? Holy three shit. hours a day. You need that's at least it. four, man. No, dude, three. I take a twenty-minute nap between two to two twenty. That's it. But I'll tell you what, man. I have this shit on that ASMR thing. I have my like playlist, right? And it's set for like thirty minutes, and I like literally will just like jump in bed. And if I don't have the the girl I'm with, you know, right now over, it will just it's it's usually just my dog. No, dude, don't fucking take it there. Uh, so my dog. That's just, where it was going, man. Yeah, you were like, hey, look, bro. I said girlfriend, yeah. right? Everybody, give me a round, a, a round of five here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Boots and pants. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. Uh, but yeah, no, like the dog will jump in, there, and I'll old. just put that shit in there, and I'll listen to it, and I'll go to sleep. I try to do podcasts it's the same way. It doesn't work for me because it's right. talking. And but all there's that another. Shit. There's another thing. It's called binaural beats. So it's kind of the same thing, but they use tones. And what they do is there's these different like frequencies of tones that, that you put headphones on, right? And it'll and it'll switch back and forth between the ears through these like pulsating tones. And depending on the frequency, is like it'll do like either uh, different types of meditation or deep sleep. Oh, so for, so for people who can't deal with like talking or noise and stuff like that, and you need more of like yeah, that shit scares me though because like I don't want to lose frequencies in my ear. But what but so it there's different tones depending on whatever type of like you know deep sleep or you're just meditating or whatever you set that on you put that on and here's and that's what i use when uh like i just went deer hunting this weekend and I had to stay in a cabin with like eight other fucking dudes who are all like so wait a minute so you put and on I, headphones i put i put on headphones turn on my binaural beats and it will drown out all the fucking snoring and it kind of like puts you in a nice wistful little and you pass out and no, sleep look man, you guys are making things way too complicated i just put on rain <laughs> All right, and I go to sleep. No, but this is this it. is a next level thing. No, no, it doesn't need to be next level, you know, man. If, it's if like it does. If, no, if, if our parents were listening, to, if our parents were listening <laughs> to this podcast, they're going to be like. You guys are just a bunch of wusses, I man. never, ever, so, you know, and, and Brian's probably one like, Jared didn't really share the podcast that much on Facebook. That's because I don't want my mom to listen. Your mom listens to the podcast. Every, listen, everybody. Brian's mom listens to the podcast, and that freaks she me does. the fuck out. I've never met Brian's mom, and I'm scared to meet Brian's mom because I say words like no, pussy and fuck. No, you've met my mom. I've never met your mom. No, she was here when we were recording. Uh, you yeah, met know. her right before. no. No, she never came oh, down. Really? I've never met your mom. Oh, she went to and, bed and before? That, that fucked me up because I knew they were in the house. And I'm like, because <laughs> I, I, and here's the thing. You've also got kids in the what? house. And I know for a fact that kids, you know, kids get up to go pee and shit every now and then. You know, and they're standing at the top of the stairs. And I'm down here going, <laughs> pussy farts. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you just never know. Well, you look, just dude, never know what I'm going to say. You got to get educated at some time, all right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Uncle Jared will educate you. I yeah. guarantee it. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to educate you about Memento. Back on that. We've been like this with this 20 minute segue. 20 minute <laughs> ASMR. No, but seriously, ASMR and binaural beats. Yeah. Uh, when you're editing this podcast, write those down. I, th- I think you might dig it. Yeah. Uh. And for our listeners, thank us later. Brian will start doing these. No, things. guys. I, it's all no, about I'm, wellness and well-being. No, man. It's 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 guys, like mindfulness and, then, and, and wellness. And Brian is gonna incorporate brain. 
So we're just going to talk about the rest of this movie like this. God damn it. No, we're so, not. Um, no, we're not. All right. Um, stop. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that started me on. Okay. Can I talk about my favorite, my favorite scene in this movie? Yeah, because you stopped me when I was talking about... Oh, no. I'm sorry. Continue. Take, no. Well, that's when we stopped to take the break because I was like, you know, that... Fucking Elizabeth Ann Moss's character. Yes, is does these this shitty ass shit to him. You said like, then. let's take it a break. Let's take a break. Let's do the trailer yeah, first. Yeah, I know, so, yeah, I know. Yeah, let's, because let's, let's, that's, that's more that. spoilery shit. What is, no. what, what is, what is okay, the shit so, she does that's so terrible, dude. She's a fucking horrible person. She no, no, they, she's they, not. They, no, no, yes, she hold is. Hold on a minute. No, 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 they set it up where like you know like that like you kind of meet her and she's kind of you know eh, and they're and in the relationship and yeah and then like she lost someone too. She'll yeah and then and he goes over and you're like oh and they kind of sleep together. True. She's like, oh, he might. She must love him or something. Yeah. But then there's one time where uh, she shows up and she's all bloody and shit. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, you know, it's fucking Dodd. And he's like, oh god, like you know, and da da da. da. And then she like fucking totally like flips it on him and takes all his pens and calls him a fucking like asshole dipshit. She, 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 your your wife's idiot. a fucking whore. Yeah. And she's like, a whore and, and she had got a venereal disease, disease and yeah. that's the reason you lost your it's memory, you fucking and, and you retard. Know, you know what's what she says she, to she's like, And you know what's great about this? You, and you're not gonna fucking remember any of this. Okay, guys, I'll walk back in guys, and we'll be best friends. But hold up, hold up. You guys just fell for Christopher Nolan's best trick of the whole movie, though. Guys. What was it? Look, he killed her boyfriend. No, she's she's a, she's a nothing in the movie. Her only her only purpose in the film is to connect with fucking Leonard. Like otherwise we have no character connection to Leonard. No, I get it. She's also the reason that Teddy gets killed. Yeah. She fucking, like, no, she's him. not. No, she's she not. Hands she, off she, the, is. she hands off the fucking she thing is. with all Brian, his like, totally information. Is. Okay, guys. And she keeps bringing up the all name right, Teddy. Okay. You are correct. That is all very true. Okay. But the whole reason she gives him that information is because of the tattoo that he put on his leg and the fact that he wrote down Teddy's uh, liar and that we get all that at the very end of the movie. So he set all of that in motion. If he didn't oh. have that tattoo that said the license plate number that is Teddy's car right none of none of this shit would have happened to Teddy yeah 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 he, he, he's, right. he's an actual piece of shit himself too no yeah, no, yeah. no no but yeah. look dude she's using Leonard yeah right and I totally agree with you guys and Leonard she, is using her too yeah well he's not using her Leonard well, I mean his fabricated imagery of everything in the world is using everyone including Teddy and her and okay I guess I, he's yeah, trying to get everybody taking advantage of him but, as soon as they figure out what he what how yeah, he is but look but then he's so she, devious that he's also taking advantage of all of them simultaneously there's a line in the, in the movie where she says look we're survivors yeah right and when she helps him and she gives uh she gets her friend at the dmv to get the the license plate ran yeah. and she gives but him john a, g yeah, yeah she gives right. him teddy's license plate dude she's doing that out of the kindness of her heart well th- there is she doesn't big have turn. to do that no yeah, there's yeah. this big turn there's this big turn where he goes to the bar and like and, and, and well and like they, they kind of they, they well, show every scene that's half the it. beginning of the no, relationship no no though. that's sure. no that's middle of the relationship this is after she's already fucked with him okay no no, no, no. not at the no, bar no no if, it's if, we're talk, if we're talking about a linear uh, if we're talking about a linear uh timeline it's that was the first time if we're he talking about the events that actually right. occur yeah that is before. Well, that's when she yeah. actually kind of gets a little. She fucks with him a little bit, and then when he, she's like, uh, "When you think of your, when, uh, what's the last thing you remember?" And he says, "My wife." And she's like, "Oh, that's this nice." Is sweet. 
and that's so sweet yeah. or whatever and she's like dying and then yeah. so then she she's like oh shit she kind of feels for him a little bit and then and grabs she, the cup but, and you know, buys him another beer yeah, yeah and gets him another beer because you know they yeah but, but still it. you know she was just like when she went off on a medical and a retard and all that stuff like dude I was just sitting there going holy fuck and then dude, like what yeah. was so devious about it here's but here's why I said it was so devious because she like took all the pins because she yeah. knew his trick was to write down the stuff but she look totally she like she point. went no, no, but here's here's the crazy part. She, she went in walking distance to a car where he can see, knowing that he can see her yeah. through the blinds, and, and, and sat there and waited till like he would almost phase out of it, and then she slammed the car door really hard, knowing that that will distract him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys it, are being totally unfair, man. You oh, I'm not be, being unfair. You don't think that, she, that, that manipulation whole, scene's not fucked up? Whole, yeah, that is Look, fucked up scene, it, no, man. It, it's, it's fucked up because she's taking advantage of him. But the whole reason she's put in that spot in the first place is because fucking Leonard killed her boyfriend, her lover. Oh, I get the it. The whole fucking reason. I, and she never it. knows that in the entire movie. I know. She never knows she what happened. She it a little bit. But, but he's wearing her his clothes. Yeah. And he's driving his car. And come on. when she When he walks out with the shirt and she goes... Hey, you know, he was wearing the white shirt, and the entire film he's wearing the blue shirt. So I was like, hey, give me back yeah, my shirt. My shirt. And that's she not a moment looked, of realization That for is her. a moment of realization. No, that's a moment of exactly realization his car for him. And says, hey, Jimmy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're not yeah. Jimmy. Oh, you're yeah. not Jimmy. He's like, well. And yeah. that's when they first met. So what, what I'm uh, saying is no, like. No, but the white shirt, that's later after they've had sex. I know. So yeah, she, she was, knew at that point she suspected. That's a real. That's a realization for Leonard to let him know that he's not wearing, wearing a woman's shirt. Yeah, that yeah. he doesn't know his. Own I know, clothes. but at this, it's got like a double entendre thing because at the same time she knows that's Jimmy's shirt, not his shirt. Yeah, you know. No, Christopher Nolan, the filmmaker, is calling that to your attention so yeah. you know that his clothes are different. Yeah. You yes, guys I'm, are I'm, being way too hard. I'm not being too hard. No, you <laughs> totally are, dude. Look, look, I'm, look. I'm, no, no, no. Hold up. Stop. Okay, what did I say was harsh? No, I'll tell you what. what? Like, I'm what? saying I'm saying she you was so harsh to him. Okay, you're saying this character is so bad because this character has this one moment in time where she manipulates this guy. And the reason she has to manipulate him is because he killed her boyfriend, right? She never knows and that. He, and he and started then, the chain of events, yeah. He started the whole thing. And then even after that, she still helps him. She still feels pity for him. Yeah, right. I know. And hey, but there's here's the that thing. beautiful I, scene I where he gets she was up bad. from the bed. I, I didn't say she was bad as a character or as an actress or anything like that. I've oh, said she's she definitely was, not as an actress. I said she was cruel. I, yeah. I said that one scene was cruel as fuck. That's what I said. I mean, and it Especially was cool it's, as fuck. It's the, it's the turn because the whole time you think she's good and all this stuff, and yeah. then you have that turn there. You're and, like, and the first Whoa, thing, and this also, is hey, listen, this is us talking about it, knowing the fucking ins and out of this film. The first time you watch this film, right. you have no idea what the fuck happened at the end. All right, no one is that fucking smart. I mean, there's smarter people than I am that fully got it by the end of it. I had to watch that film two, three times for me to understand the story. And to understand that, oh my god, I should not hate her because she's actually awesome. Right. She, she did help him. But on first view, I'm like, what a fucking cruel person. Right. You know? like, no, no, no. She totally acts like a... a on the first take, a, on just that one scene, bitch. I'm like, yeah, no, what a you. cruel person, man. So, but yeah. But, but I, mean, I don't think her character is really that bad. I think her no, character I mean, is... I, dude, her character is very sympathetic, man. It's the only boyfriend, one. You know, and she's trying to also be, like you said, a survivor because she knew her fucking boyfriend like disappeared with all this money, which is like drug money. And she's like, some motherfucker is going to come after me. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> Go kill Dodd, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like taking advantage of the situation for her. Yeah. You know, I'm her glad that Christopher Nolan kept the plot really simple. Yeah. You know, well, I'm like it needed to be kind of simple because that, of yeah. how complex the editing and yeah. the story structure is. Like, you know, it, it, it like 
I, like I was talking to earlier about the film uh, to some people, and I was like, you know, if you actually had this movie that was like edited like in a normal, it would be kind of yeah, like yeah. a simple little. Oh, this is kind of cool little like just simple movie. But It'd be thirty th- minutes shorter too. You think so? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. He's like, I know so. I watched it. Well, because, <laughs> well no, I mean, well, you, there's you, double reverses. You know, there's the you know oh, the yeah. car pulls up and then he walks out. Oh, yeah, the camera's right. tracking behind him. Then it tracks into the room and then she grabs his hand in the diner. And then it and takes then it the up to the second time. It's like it's just the car comes up. There is no tracking. She she grabs his hand. Then the right. third time, it's like you're seeing she a just lot of the same scenes yeah. from different exactly, times yeah. and angles. Yeah. You don't see him that much from different angles, though. I, no, I same, said the wrong angles. word, Brian. When yeah. I said it, I knew it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. He, he, <laughs> maybe maybe diff, di, di, different narrative angles, but well, not yeah. actual angles. But yeah. thank you. That he is didn't have enough money for that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did, though, for, uh, uh, you know, Dunkirk. <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's very important because I think him, him repeating those exact same shots when we go in, into um, – those scenes that we've seen again well, it helps it's, right. yeah it's helping you establish yeah. like well, where this took well, you place know, as an audience member you're almost also kind of like having your own amnesia with with the right. character because you're like fuck did I just watch that wait did I just walk through this right, with him yeah. like what the fuck is just happening it's, like, it's, putting it's, you it's in a mind fuck man yeah. that's why um, it's not and, a gimmick and this time around I, I noticed uh, w- uh, when he was telling the story about how um, who was Steven Tobolowski's character again remember Sammy, oh, Jenkins. Remember, Sammy remember Jenkins. Sammy Jenkins. Yeah. Remember Sammy Jenkins. Uh, he was talking about how uh, you know his his wife died, and then he got put into like a uh, like a like a home or whatever. Oh yeah. And, but, talking about like, the Tyler Durden moments. The t- yeah, yeah. So there, there's like a cut where like you know it cuts really quick, and, and it, you see uh, Lenny in the chair. Oh yeah. And the yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. and to kind of kind of push the woman that passes by. Yeah, yeah, to kind of push that thing that you know. It was him all yeah. along instead of, you uh, know. I love how Brian goes, Tyler Durden moment. <laughs> well, that's what it was, dude. We need to, I do, mean, yeah. we need to do Fight Club. Yeah, um, oh, dude, that would be great. That will be, uh, we need to do, That's a. Uh, that will be a full two, three hour podcast. I mean, I have that's so much fine. to say about Fight Club. I saw that, like, man, yeah, they're fucking hell yeah. Anyways, ba- back to Memento. Did any of you guys get bothered, uh, like, the first viewing of it, like, with the black and white scenes when he was like, don't answer the phone, don't answer the phone? It happened almost towards the end of the film, right? Right. And, like, the entire film, he's been on the phone. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? If this is in, like, reverse, right? then he heard it first, and then he was still on. Because the, my first viewing, I didn't know the black and white is going this way and the right. color is going that way. Do you get what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Really? So, dude, I was fucking 14, man. No, I, I can man. totally I'm not see that. that no, huh? when I was Trust me. 14, like, I, I, you know. I didn't get that the first viewing, that it was, yeah. it was going that way. Yeah. What Dude, really? This movie can, you are can, older than me too. This though, movie can like be a little bit years. harder to follow, yeah. and like especially this is one of these movies. No, where, no, no, guys, look, guys, no. You get the Sammy Jenkins story. He's telling you. No, he's telling. He's, ta- he's talking no, no, on the I, phone. I, he's I, telling the Sammy yeah. Jenkins story. Is, is it's like if, if you're narrative passively line. watching this film, uh, you know, you really got to be studying. Like you can look down at your phone and be like, you know, hey, oh, this girl, yeah, we can get pizza later. You look back up and like, you know, damn, like fuck, I got to rewind and see what the fuck's going on. I never watch a movie like that. Okay, but but here's the thing. What you're describing to me is not. I'm I watch telling cinema, you, in bro. 2001, I don't, I don't watch cinema that in way. In 2001, when I watched it, when there was no fucking even text messages on my phone because I was just a fucking immigrant here and I barely even had a phone. All right, let me just fucking explain maybe, to you. Maybe that was a language barrier. Then, no, man, it's not I a. Fu- no, dude, my 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 mother tongue is English. I grew up learning English first, not mother Arabic. Tongue. Yeah, my mother mother tongue, tongue, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> now I feel like I just got schooled. Yeah. I feel like you just dissed me a second ago <laughs> yeah, too. We gotta yeah. talk about that in a yeah. second. Yeah, yeah, you little bitch. Wait, which All one? Right. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Ryan. All right. So, no, no, but I'm saying on first viewing, 
like you know what Jared said earlier is like what was cool about this film. Okay, so like the black and white scenes are going to reverse. The black is going in a straight narrative. But the first time I saw it, you mean the color is going? Yeah, in, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So and then you know so the first time I saw it though I thought the black and white was going in the same direction right as the colored stuff so and then towards the end of it like he picks up the phone and like right before that it's like don't pick up the phone and I'm like what the fuck so the entire if if this is the end of the film which is the beginning of the film right. why the fuck did you pick up the phone again you know you have all these tattoos which by the way fucking hurt as fuck I have tattoos like right here, like that are hidden, you know. And his, ta- I want to talk about that in just a second. Like fucking doing tattoos like that on your own, you must be a tough motherfucker. But I anyways, love how they're all different, though. That's what like no. really makes it for me. Yeah, because yeah. like you know, he's got short term memory. Yeah, and he's doing all these tattoos after he's had this accident, right? Yeah. So like, well, he goes to different tattoo artists and yeah. stuff. Well, different no, cities. Because no, he's, like, some of different... them are, are multiple are his. multiple. Yeah, exactly. Are and they're still, still like, like, in like, different like, writing. Yeah, and like the the John G one right here by his collarbone. Yeah, and he writes and, uh, and that, that shit fucking out. That looks like he did it himself. It with does. That, yeah. With that. And dude, that shit hurts. I'm telling you, I I don't I don't have a full chest piece. I have a half chest piece. That, yeah. Like I keep hitting when I do my corporate stuff or whatever it is. And dude, this shit by the collarbone. That that is murder with someone really? else doing it for you. If you're doing it yourself, holy shit! I don't what know, man, that, what a badass motherfucker, man. I ain't got no cats. Uh, you don't need them. But anyways, go ahead. No, but my thing about you saying like, bro, I don't watch movies like that. I'm a fucking real fuck you, man. Like sometimes it's hard to keep your attention if you got attention deficit disorder, like some of us do, and it's hard to like sit there and like to, to fall into it like a, a movie. Uh, no, sometimes you get pulling out of it. You just can't be badass on it all the time, Brian. Take an Adderall or get high. No, bro. Like, look, here, here's the thing. When I when I sit down to I've watch, I've seen you fall asleep at movies. I've watched movies with you fall asleep. So I'm oh, I've, I've, done yeah, dude, I've done that. Yeah, dude. The only time I've ever fallen asleep during a movie is when I've seen it more than once. Yeah, or it's you've never you've never seen me fall asleep during the first viewing of a film ever. You know why? Because it's never occurred. <laughs> I need your like attention span. Yeah, that's why well, you're a good editor. You can sit I, there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you think. Like, if I'm gonna sit down and watch a movie, I'm gonna sit down and watch yeah, a fucking movie. I actually, I I, I either turn you off know. my phone or I put it on charge like in the room. Like like next door or whatever it is like if it's my first viewing of a movie right I'll definitely do that now if it's like my second or third like sometimes every now and then I'll have someone over and like her and I are watching something or like it's a buddy of mine and it's like Amadeus who you know I've right. watched Amadeus like maybe 102 times all right I will pull out my phone every now and then because I've seen it I know that fucking right. movie line per line do you get what I'm saying. First viewing, I I feel like I always I I owe yeah, it to the focus. I, yeah, I owe it to the filmmaker. I feel like I, you know, not only that, like as a customer, like I'm fucking paying for it. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. Yeah, like I, get I don't my money's worth bro. exactly. I'm not, I'm not talking about in a theater. I'm talking about like no no no, home, dude. No, anytime, know? anytime. It's my first viewing yeah, of a yeah. movie. I want to see every. I'm gonna try to watch every fucking frame. Like when I have to pause a film to get up and wait for some motherfucker to take a piss. Yeah, I even get a little. <sighs> Okay, so 2019, my new resolution is to, to, to like, you know, be more, be like, more Brian. like Brian when I watch my movies. Even yeah. though, I, you know, look, as, as you can tell on this podcast, I do study my fucking films, but, like... No, no, you, I, you I definitely, yeah. like, you know... It's it like, takes I, five I, times I, as long, though. Yeah, I swear, like, maybe I just need to, I need to step my game up a little bit. Hey, bro, like, look, there's this great thing on a phone, it's called Do Not well, Disturb. No, I, guys, like... I do but that. The, the, I, if I was if I was great. pulling Mad Poon like you, man, it'd be a little easier. I don't know. I guess I thought I thought the movie was edited so so perfectly. And it I think is that, fucking fantastic. Yeah. Oh no, this movie's edited amazingly. Yeah. Like uh, the, like uh, what, what what's what's the uh, the lady's name that, that cut this? Um, 
D- Dorby Dawn, I think is her name, or Dorn. I don't know. And don't know. Um, man, let me let me tell you what it, it it's so fucking good. Like it speeds up and slows down exactly where it needs to go. Yeah. yeah. Like even think about like uh, when you're talking about the the fight scene with Carrie Ann Moss, right? Yeah. When she's confronting Linda. Yeah. Right. Um, I forget what her what's her character's name. Uh, what's character? Uh, uh, Natalie. Her? Natalie, there we go. So Natalie and Leonard, before they fight, they have this tender scene. Yeah, where she comes in and she's beaten, right? Yeah. Right. And then the black and white scene right before that is not even a minute long, man. Yeah, it's like some quick, real. No, just, yeah, she, just she, a, mo- she she moves it right. Yeah, yeah, it's just a quick moment, and then we're right back into you know the color stuff, and we're seeing you know uh, Natalie and um, and Leonard. Continue their conversation, only it just goes in that really dark way. Yeah. Um, he's really good at which they showed it, it happened before the last scene that you saw, like you know, yeah, right, yeah. yeah and it's, it's like Nolan sexy. and uh, and her, um, Miss Dorm, they're just nailing those moments and like yeah. when to speed up, when to slow down. Like, okay, the black and white section needs to speed up here, and, and the the Sammy stuff, like once we started getting into flashbacks into the black and white stuff, yeah. Where we go back into time. That's it's so clear to see that stuff is linear, linear. Like as it's going forward in time, it, it that's not out of order at all, right? You know what I mean. And it's nice that Nolan is also doing color and black and white, and he's also establishing. You got to remember, like the first three scenes of this movie, you have credit sequence. The footage is in color, but it's all reversed. All of it's reversed. You see a guy get shot. Is and the next sequence is black and white, and then the next sequence after that, what are we getting? We're getting another color sequence. We don't know where we are. It's like where are we? Oh, just we like lead. Yeah. We lead right to the murder. Right. And you, yeah, no, from I mean, those three scenes, no, you're no. getting yeah, no, no, the he, he, teaching he, you the yeah. teaching you the film. He, he does a great Perfectly job said. within the first five minutes of teaching yeah. you the, the film. And like, dude, not he a lot of filmmakers can do that, man. Not a lot of filmmakers can do that. Well, and everybody that's hard, tries, you know. but like to do it seamlessly where yeah. it doesn't feel like it's pandering no. or yeah. like, okay, this is what the this is what the world is. Yeah. No, like this is like it's 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 a master filmmaker. I, I, I do have it's to so say, I think this guy mastered his like. You know, with this, with this outing right here, his his sophomore, I guess he like mastered his script writing and like the look of of Christopher Nolan and just the editing like world. The music was definitely nothing that you know because now we know Christopher Nolan as in there's also all this audible. Elements. So like it's it's amazing to watch him just like grow from that to you know I, to to all of all of what you see though are like all of that's here. Like I even I even wrote down um I got my notes right here. It's like uh black and uh black and white and the chase sequence have music. There's beats and ticks in the black and white sequence, just like Dunkirk. There's the drone, the yeah, Joker, yeah, the Joker music, music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. from the Dark Knight. But 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 it's not it's not as uh, uh, prominent. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like like what I'm saying is like with the Dark Knight. Really, know, the score is moving can, the picture. You can see those elements. Oh yeah, you, 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 right? You, here. Yeah, you can see the percolation of like his where, where he's like you know just you can see where it's gonna go. But like man, it's fucking amazing to just like sit there and you watch that and then you know like in Batman that was his in my opinion like. You know, because in Insomnia, he really tried to do it more like the Hollywood style. I don't, I don't want to even consider Insomnia a Christopher Nolan film, in my opinion. That was just a good, good, good payday. No, 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 dude, look, no, 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 no. That's uh, that's same editor, same DP. No, no, I know. All we coming talk, we back. Talk, 
We talked about that, you know, you and I offline years ago about this. Yeah. I hate Insomnia. That's not Dude, no, me. no, no, I, no. I, I do not, That's one of his best cut films ever, bro. I'm, I'm not saying it's not a good cut it film. It is I'm so just well done. It's, it's not it's, a Christopher it's, Nolan film for me. It, it, to me, it feels like his any other remake. director. It, it, to me, it feels like any other director could have stepped in. Like the guy that fucking did no 24 way. hour photo. No way. No way. No, 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 no. Everything else. Everything. Yeah. Wait, wait. But everything else. Have you done Insomnia yet? No, we Let's haven't. bring Waheed back and do that, dude. Come oh, on, you're, you're crazy. No, because, because, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I will because t- I will turn it into how did this get made episode. Like, that, that will not. We gonna play that music behind, dude? It. Are you insane? <laughs> how did this get made? No, come on. Like when Al Pacino's trying to block out the sun, man. Oh, man. Dude, that is so beautiful, great, man. That is so fucking I'm good. Not, I'm not saying there aren't like fantastic elements, but I'm just talking about me as a fanboy of Christopher Nolan and his entire body of work, like Insomnia's. Down here at the very like that's the last no, thing I'll ever watch of his again. No. You know what I'm saying? But I'll watch out like I've watched the following ten times, and that's the fucking following. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it just your brain's like, broken, bro. You're telling hey, bro, me you've, you've hey, seen bro, the I following can, I, I more can, I, than Insomnia. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> Insomnia many times and did not like it, man. I just uh, I don't know. You know, well, hey, you got to step up to Brian's level. Hey, bro, not everyone has to be on Brian's level. You know, know. it's fucking America. Maga, man. You know? I can have it my way too, bitch. Hold hold up. Did you just tear down me or America there? I I tear down you. (laughs) (laughs) You got to live up to America's standards. Yeah. Or live down to us. Yeah, I was going to say that. You're living down to America. Hey, the the president did Mm. give the, you know, State of the Union address tonight. And we did a podcast instead. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Time well spent. Yes. Exactly. They should just deport my ass. They should, they should just go Too ahead sure. and call yeah, ICE cheers. and deport my ass, you know, and like revoke my citizenship and all that stuff, you know. It's all good. We were talking about all these reverse scenes in the film. Did you guys notice the sound effects were all played forwards? Yes. It's like a mind fuck. I did not notice that until like I did not notice by seventh or eighth viewing and only after I got a five point one surround system. Bro, I didn't even notice after that. I had to listen to fucking audio commentary. Right. And then even after that, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, like that bullet thing they're talking about at no, the beginning. that's cool, though. You know, they're, that, they're, sh- I was it like, should have been like, sh- 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 yeah, but it yeah, actually right. goes, ding, ding, ding. Right. I was like, there's something wrong, though, with that. Because, man, they put a sound effect that was like a some kind of sucking sound effect that was like a... Uh, I don't know, like a, a riser or something that you played reverse mm-hmm. or something where it went... Sh- and sucked up when that uh, when that bullet happened. Yeah, yeah. They played all the sound effects for it. Yeah, and that was amazing, dude. It's, but they it's, definitely put in some sound effects to make it give you the feeling of of the yeah, footage going that's backwards. Okay. No, like they, that, dude, that's great because they're fucking with you, man. That's like yeah. that's what I love about the shit, man. It's like it's like I'm just the calling whole film is I'm just calling Christopher Nolan you. out on his, on his audio commentary. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Hey, man. Some yeah. background sound effect that you put in there for ambiance, 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 ambiance. Sorry, ambiance, ambiance. ambiance. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, channel your Luc Besson in there. Luc Besson. This is a neo noir, so we have liberty to bring up. Uh, Does that mean after neo noir? Does that mean after Matrix? No, uh, neo mean that's Greek for new, Sorry, and noir is uh, what is that? that? That's French for black, right? Yeah, yeah. So new black. There you go. Even though hey man, black all is sexy, bro. Neo Noirs are color. I don't. I don't think a. Yeah. What? No. I haven't seen a Neo Noir that's black and white. Have you? I can't think of one. Oh, wait a minute. What was that George Clooney one? Uh, the Good German. Yeah. Yeah, that was well, yeah. Steven Sodenberg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Steven Sodenberg got uh, Christopher Nolan kind of found. 
Wait, what? I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, dude. Um, when um, he was the whole reason that uh, he was able to get a meeting with Warner Brothers to do Insomnia. No shit. Yeah, he was he was championing. Aha! So you see, you see what I'm saying. You agree with me? He Christopher Wait, Nolan had to do Insomnia just to become like the Christopher Nolan. You mean he had to do a studio movie for a studio movie to give him bet? Yeah, Batman? like whatever studio movie. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't give me that much shit about it. I saw something about uh, I think it's uh, Sundance this year, and it says Steven Soderbergh did a pre a movie Q and A before High Flying Bird, <laughs> and former former collaborators sent in questions. Christopher Nolan asked when he'll leave the dark side and return to celluloid. Soderbergh says he would when Nolan writes his next script with a pencil. Oh <laughs> fuck, bro! Damn, I like that. Fine words I, right I, there, man. <laughs> Sudenberg has got such wit, bro. I no, wish I was that smart. And it just be on the quip like that. Yeah, right. Know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, I wish. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I would have been like, um, um, well, you know, digital cinema is everywhere now. And, uh, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker because goes. we want to save part uh, of our budget, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker goes, uh, no, you see, I'm a producer. I'm not even that fucking quick at it. I'm, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but this motherfucker goes, yeah, I will. So he starts writing his screenplays with pencil. Bro, it's like, what the fuck? You know, George Lucas still writes his screenplays with pencil. So that just lets you know. And they all suck. Go, and they all fucking suck. Well, however Nolan's doing it is definitely better. Yeah, <laughs> he does it with Final Draft Seven, uh, uh, dude. But yeah, he does not email any of that shit out. He literally prints it, puts it in a fucking room, makes his agents like find if you want to finance it. Yeah, like whoever the fuck it is, you got to come there. And you know, him and his wife are some of the best producing team out there because, like, for example, like with Dunkirk, you know, and it's a hypothetical. I don't know the exact numbers in my head. Like, you know, I would have to go back and re- retrieve them, but. Um, they would go into a studio and say, look, we're making this movie, Dunkirk. We're going to have all these actors in it. They're all committed. Uh, we need 125. And the studio will give it to him because it's fucking Christopher Nolan, right? He's proven. But then he'll go and yeah, he'll only proven. spend like 80 or $90 million, And then the film is done on time, under budget. And he comes back and goes, not only did I finish the film at this time and under this budget, here's the $30 million back. Dude, this, that's why this guy can make any fucking film he wants to make. Like, I bullshit you not. Go look it up. His wife, who's like Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, who's the producer for everything that he's done since the following. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah she, she worked on this movie. She was the uh, associate it, producer? No, I think she was a, a producer or a co-producer. She wasn't a producer, I knew that. Yeah, but dude, no, she is badass. Like, she is one of the badass fucking producers, man. Like, I, I actually, like, know a few people that know her and stuff like that. And every now and then, like, you can, like, read articles about how she does her stuff and how she, like, outlines her days and all that stuff. Like, that's my role model when I'm producing. I try to channel Emma Thompson. (laughs) (laughs) That's badass. Dude, if you were Christopher Nolan and you didn't have her and then you went and got 125 to make Dunkirk or, like, me, I would be at 150. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be over budget by like twenty five million dollars. Right. I'm sorry, like yeah, and those yeah. were all like practical fucking planes. Dude, that, it's amazing. I, I yeah, that they could and, do that under that budget because they're fucking smart with their money, man. They're they're fucking smart. They appreciate. They're they're the breed of filmmakers that appreciate the fact that they're still getting money to make the films they want to make, and they don't want to abuse that power. And so, like, you know, they may know going in asking for one twenty five that it's going to only cost them ninety. But they'll do it just to, you know... Yeah, it you know makes it look better. Yeah. And it gives them a cushion in case they had to have it. Exactly. And they're so fucking smart, man. Like, you know, not a lot of producers are that way. Learn from Christopher Nolan and Emma Thompson. <laughs> These guys are fucking brilliant. 
And you know, this was the uh, this was start of a of great partnership with um, Wally Fister, the cinematographer, yeah. and uh, Christopher Nolan. Cinematographer, you got to say it like yeah. that. <laughs> the wonderful, fantastic yeah. cinematographer. <laughs> yeah, what was the last? I mean, he's no Roger Deakins, but he's really fucking good. He's getting there. Uh, you know what? I would say he can pull off a certain shot better than Deakins can. What shot's that, Brian? I yeah. think that I think that's a spectacle shot, and I think he proved that with uh, Inception. Holy shit! There's some crazy shit they did in Inception. There is a, a yeah. lot of crazy shit, and man, it is all beautiful. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Fuck that, bro! Like, think about like the top spinning. Are you telling me Roger Deakins could have shot that better? No, like maybe he could have shot it just as good, right? Better? Fuck no, bro. Fuck you, yeah. Conrad Hall would have knocked that out of the pack. That, that's his last <laughs> shot of a movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Inception, like, you're seeing cities fold and you end the yeah. movie on a fucking yeah. spinning top. Yeah, but Deacon's that, also yeah, did, like, you know, Blade Runner 2049, yeah. you know, that was fucking badass. I mean, dude, oh, my God, that movie is flawless. Yeah, dude, it's cool. And you can go to his, uh, you can go to his uh, forum and he explains how he did a bunch of those shots. My dude. favorite Deacon's film is uh, Skyfall. Yeah. Hey, I, lo- I love Skyfall. What? what? I, I love telling Brian that I haven't seen movies because he just he's so expressive. Sorry. Fuck, dude. I know. Have you seen my face? How <laughs> have you not fucking seen Skyfall? Because, um, dude, that's be- an epic fucking fuck. Fuck, it's a 007 film. That's an epic All of our listeners are movie. like, God damn, Jared, watch movies. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> like, we, we do this all the time where I'm like, I know. Jared, I know. Jared. But no, dude, I, I just bought the entire... James Bond collection. Okay. Okay, and I'm gonna watch s- it? and I'm gonna start watching from the beginning, and I'm gonna get there. Uh, Moonraker sucks dick, but everything else is. But great. I've got to see them all in order. I'm a completionist, damn it. <laughs> Moonraker sucks. Wait, you, we did don't, three. Don't, don't, we did, don't we did, eat, we did, because we, we, did, we, we did three, didn't we? we yeah, did we did three, three for, of the Roger, uh, Roger Moore Moore's. ones when, right. when he died. And we, we we did the uh, we did the George Lazenby one recently. Oh and, yeah. yeah, he's good. Yeah, the yeah, one, the yeah. one. Yeah, but like so, it, it it sparked my interest again in James Bond. James Bond was something I was more interested in as a kid, but it was all you know the Golden Eye era. Who's 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 your favorite Bond? I don't know yet. I need, I need well, to watch them all. He's got to watch them oh, all yeah. first. Come on, man. Who's your Come favorite on. Bond? Yeah. You're Sean Connery, big time. Uh, yeah, either Sean. He's, he's number one for you, and then I think you said uh, Daniel Craig is number two, nah, and then I Roger think... Moore. Okay, look, if I'm going to be honest with myself personally, mm-hmm. please uh, do. You know, number two is always going to be Pierce. Okay. Yeah. That was the Bond I saw in theaters, man. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, me. Yeah, you know, you grew up with that. Yeah, yeah, you grew up with I get it. What are you going to do? Yeah, fuck myself. Timothy Dalton for me. Number one. I like Timothy Dalton, the ones I've seen. He should have had more than two, man. It's just he had he had two, man. And, you know, yeah. George Lindsay had one. So, like, George yeah. Lindsay is always going to be on the bottom list because he had Lazenby, whatever. He had one. He had one movie. Like, I can't compare that. Like, it's not yeah. even fair. Like, I, I Sean Connery I, I get got, to, yeah. got to do three. Like Once seven, you get to man. your third one, like, you just fit. Wait, Sean hit, Connery did, like, you hit, six. You hit Bond. He did. He did, but... Well, and there's the one-off, which I know people look, don't count, but he did still play the 007 every, character. Right, you know? yeah. If you get to three, every Bond third film is, is beautiful. It's the Bond it's great. film, yeah. Really? Uh, Sean Except Con- Daniel yeah. Craig, his third one sucked no, no. dick. It was Skyfall. Oh, no, sorry. Fourth Bond sucked dick. What are you talking about? Fourth Bond sucked dick. Sorry. Fourth Bond sucked okay. dick. Right. Sorry. Second one sucked dick for him because he he, he had a great outing. Casino Royale? Casi- no, Casino Royale was the, the first, first one. one. It was I saw great. That one. Quantum of the Solace. The that same one. director that did uh, uh, World War Z. Mark Forster. fucking killed Aren't it. Aren't you supposed to watch those backwards, though? 
What? No? What? No, no, dude. Quantum Soul sucked so bad. I don't give a they fuck. They go into each other? It doesn't matter. They, they're, yeah, they're, they're sequels to each other. Yeah, they're okay. just fucking Direct dumb. Sequels. They're dumb as fu- The second one is fucking dumb, man. The first one was great because you're like, oh my god, um, it's 007 and he's got a gun. This is and totally one wrong. Bullet. Guys, don't even listen to this. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Okay, so what I was so much better than fucking Quantum Soul. So you're going to argue with me about that? I'm not going to argue with you, but you said it was it was so bad. And no, I'm gonna no, argue with that. was great. Quantum Solace was horrible. No, it was not horrible. Oh, dude, it was so bad. Dude, the guy's evil things to what? To fucking divert water from this town? That was the, that that was the evil plan? Blood. All right, look, we can yeah. talk about right, this cool. a little bit. Yeah. Demi Lawn was fucking born to be Bond, man. I'll agree with that, but, you know, Sean Connery yeah. had a good one in two as well. Fucking yes. I and mean, so did look. Roger Moore. Look. Damn it, I need to watch all yes, these movies. All right, yeah, okay. they're fucking great. All right, anyway. back, back to Momentum. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, so, this yeah. wor- this works in with Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's a <laughs> huge Bond we, fan. We, we went from fighting about DPs to <laughs> 007 to hey man, that's back just the to... flow of the podcast. Yeah, man. bro, it's the up? flow of the podcast. Yeah, look, uh, no. Anyway, Wally Fister's great. Yes, you can see some oh, of yeah. his his early. Uh, yeah. Well, not his early, but like what he was, what he would do with the 007 film in Inception. Yeah. I like. I think that's a great like. Yeah. yeah. You can see can what see he that. would do. Yeah. You know, and I think it would just if you look at Skyfall. Oh my I god! Think, Can you imagine Christopher Nolan doing a 007 film? Holy dude, shit! They have been With talking Jonathan about Nolan that writing it. Holy fuck! But here's the thing: Barbara Broccoli would have to like step aside, just write the check. What are you talking about, dude, bro? The Broccoli's have been involved with all the Bron no, no, movies. No, 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 I know, what? I know. But what I'm saying is, she would have to just only write the check. No. Do you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying for it to be a Christopher Nolan, Jonathan Nolan film, the kind of films we all enjoy as fans. They may just have to on this one only. Yeah. Just write the check and walk away, and let let, let Christopher and and, and Emma. Talk. But <laughs> but Wahid, that's what they did for Spectre, and you hated that. So ah uh, yeah, that that yeah. one sucks. Maybe maybe, maybe maybe come on, come on, come uh, on. I'm man. being hypocritical here. Yeah, I did not know that they did do that on Spectre. I just know that they gave Sam Mendes a shit ton of money because he didn't want to do it, and they're like, we'll just pay you enough to where your great great grandkids don't have to worry about college funds. Dude, look, everybody, <laughs> everybody from Skyfall came back for Spectre. They just paid everybody to do everything. But, uh, wait, no, I didn't think... Wait, did Roger Deakins come back for Spectre? I didn't think he shot Spectre. No, no. no. So don't say everybody. Sam Mendes was like, hey, uh, who's working with Christopher Nolan right now? Who shot Interstellar? Oh, uh, Hoyt Van Homeidy. Let's get him. Hoyt is shooting every single Christopher Nolan film. Uh, He shot everyone since Interstellar. He's also, I think, according to IMDb rumors... I don't know which rumors, actually. I forget which, which article uh, I read this from, but Hoyt Van Homeidy is going to be shooting Christopher Nolan's next movie that's coming out uh, 2020? Coming out next year, summer? I forget what it was. Eh, May? The world's going to end next year anyway. So oh, shit. Good. Really? Eh, oh, you damn. know, Trump will Fuck. get reelected. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here. We'll all be exiled. It's all good. Oh, we, dude, we yeah, made that, it through that, four years. Yeah, that that fucker is gonna get reelected. It's all good. But yeah, I mean, Chris Nolan's already got his next movie. Um, it's coming out in less than a year from now, and they're getting ready to shoot it. We have no idea. We don't know what the title is. We don't know what it's about. We don't know who the fuck is in it. He's fucking secretive as fuck, man. Well, it should be. You should surprise me, and I don't want to see the trailer either. I'll just go watch it. And, and he does it. <laughs> and he does yeah. it for the sake of the movie. He doesn't do it as a gimmick because M Night Shyamalan does do that shit as a gimmick. I make my agents and producers come and read the twist, you know, in like a small yeah. secured room. Now, like that's all a gimmick. Christopher Nolan. Actually I don't think does that's it. a gimmick, man. No, that, I think that's. I think that's like. Uh, I mean, I sh- 
I, I shouldn't be too too That's, harsh on him because I love I, I kind of like you know, I like M. Night. M. Night. Uh, yeah, Dude, like no, him. I actually there's, there's some it. major love for M. Night in this room. No, no, same yeah. here, same here. There's I mean, way I, there's way too much almost. But, yeah. but, but, <laughs> but you know, do you remember do you remember the whole the whole documentary he did where he was afraid of water because you know. Uh, and it turned out to be it's a hoax yeah, and all that. that. I mean, yeah. a lot of that. He does do things. He's to building just his to, like, his grab. mysteriousness. Now he does things to like just grab attention a little bit every now and then. But you know, I'll tell you what. Um, like when Twitter first came out, I literally sent him a tweet. I was like, dude, your fucking films are amazing when it comes to sound. Like, do you write that in the script? Dude, how, seriously. How? And he literally tweeted me back like a week later. He's like, hey, sorry, it took me a while. Uh, yes, I actually write my cues of the sound in the script. And His I sound sit there stuff is and, phenomenal. And he writes it in the fucking script, and he goes and he sits there in, in post and in Foley and all that stuff and reads his script and listens to it that's at amazing. the same time. Dude, that's, that motherfucker is intricate. Anyways, back to Memento. <laughs> I keep saying that shit. I'm the guy that keeps going, back to Memento. Okay, wait, I'm not sure I'm We're going to get there, damn it. Don't worry. What have we not hit on? As Brian reads his notes... The only thing I have in my notes is, uh, did you guys see the awesome Batman logo? Yes, I saw it the first time I saw this movie. But it, I didn't see it this time. Where was it? It's on wait, a door, right? Where was it? Yeah, uh, it's it's like uh, it's on a door, right? No, uh, well, no, it's on a window. Yeah, I remember it. it yeah, it's, it's on a window in a shop. It's, it's a right precursor. When, it's right when Leonard uh, gets. Um, I mean, he's running away from the guy with the gun. With the gun, he, yeah, 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 yeah. In the trailer park. Yeah, and he gets into yeah. his car and he pulls off. And when he pulls off and goes down the alleyway, there is a. I guess it's, it's either a comic book shop or a t-shirt shop down mm-hmm. at the end of the alleyway, and it's got a Batman and I think a Superman. Wait, is that, is that purposeful? Maybe a Wonder Woman logo. I don't know. Like, that would be hilarious if he's like, I'm going to do the next Batman film. I'm going to throw a little Easter egg in don't there. Don't 100% quote me on this. This could be wrong, but I think I remember seeing a Batman logo in the following. If, if what you're telling me is one true. Of the I remember seeing that, and like you know, it's like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, there's but, definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, if if you, if if what you're telling me, is, I'm gonna go look at that because if that's true, but that I think guy there may be a, one in the following. What the fuck, man? But I maybe maybe misremembering that because also or, it wasn't around the same. Well, I guess it was around the same time to my old ass. But um, I think I am Legend also had a. They had like a Batman or a Justice League logo in that movie, so I may be misremembering that. Oh. I get uh, yeah. that's like almost ten years later. God fucking, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm yeah, old. I, I, yeah, I am Legend came in 2006 because my my is, pro- my is producing that what it was. Yeah, my producing buddy Robert Saba actually did locations for that, and he's the one that had to like shut down the entire like fucking island they were shooting on, like in like my, like right in Manhattan. Manhattan. No, <laughs> well they shut down Manhattan only for like couple of days just for couple of shots, but there was like an off island wherever it is, like one of the boroughs. Yeah. And they, like they shut that down for like a full fucking month, and like literally had to put residents up in hotels and all that shit. It was oh, I, I just can't yeah. imagine just fucking shooting. I don't see anything about Insomnia having a Batman logo, but I definitely see it in. Um, oh in shit, man! That would no, be no, fun. not Insomnia. In yeah. the following, oh, the, the following. following. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I, I thought it was in the that following. would be nuts though if this fucking guy like was like, I'm gonna put these Easter eggs in here, and one day I'm just gonna meet the producers that own the fucking rights to Batman, and we're like convince them to let me do it in my gritty way. Yeah, I. I, pr- I no there is one in the following. Like there is one in the following. Yeah. I Fuck. thought that's yeah. I thought I saw like uh, I thought that's I remember a that. Mind There's fuck, a sequence man. in which two characters uh, break into a flat, which Batman logos on the front door. Yeah. I remember seeing that now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought I remembered yeah. that. I'm just reading this. That's I didn't ins- have the photo. That's insane. Oh wait, there it is. Yeah, there it is. That's that's where I saw it. It's on the door. I, I'm a little crazy with um, 
with Christopher Nolan when The Dark Knight came out. I kind of lost my mind. Dude, Dark Knight was out. fucking epic, man. Dude, yeah. that whole fucking scene yeah, with that, that fucking movie, trailer, right? that 18 wheeler flipping over, Brian. I'm not Brian. I will not go spend <laughs> fucking 80 bucks in a movie theater. Brian's to like see the, the guy who goes film. sees t- Titanic like 12 times. Yeah, yeah in it, the he's theater. that kind of guy. In the, yeah. You wussy. I, I, <laughs> I will never do that. See but I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, go I'll see it more. Yeah. More. <laughs> His wife's like, again, Brian? <laughs> Damn it, Brian. You have no, you have no <laughs> idea. Her, her, her girlfriends are like, why are you there? She's like, my husband took me. He sucks. She's uh, asleep. She's like texting. But, dude, I'll I'll tell you That's what. Ac- pretty accurate. Dark, dark night. Very accurate. Dark night. I did see that six times in the theater. No shit. I actually spent a shit ton of money watching this. Wow, dude, that eighteen wheeler scene where it fucking flips. Yes. I, like I knew that they fucking did it. Like practical. They put a Betty in there, like and all that shit, and like fucking fired it. Right. Oh my dude, I got like the biggest fucking boner ever. In my it just life, it just man. hits yeah, all those. I max that scene, dude. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, dude, that and then the hospital <sighs> scene where like he stood there. And like he hit it twice. Yeah, and it, it didn't work. Yeah, I love that. And, it was like, and then he got into the bus. I'm like, how did you guys time that? And then like come to find out that was actually like like an error that happened on set. I'm like, how the fuck did you guys still time it correctly? You know, like happy what accidents. the fuck, man? Dude, happy yep. accidents are so rare to happen. But, but when, when they, they happen, do, they're, they're magic fucking like Christopher that. Nolan yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, man, that, 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 that was a great film. Yeah. It's uh, an amazing yeah, yeah, movie, Yeah, that's a fucking great we yeah. should, you, you did do that. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, 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 we, yeah, we yeah. definitely You're did. You're like, oh, yeah, we definitely did do that. Yes, I, sir. You think we get this far shit. and not do that movie? Uh, all right, dude. I can't even get him to do Weekend at Bernie's. Ah. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I've been trying to get him to <laughs> fucking true. do. I've been trying to get him to do Quentin Tarantino shit. I finally got him, like, convinced him we did one, but we need to do, like, <sighs> Kill Bill, and we need to do Django, and... You got Kill Bill coming up? You know, right. and then, you know, like, his new one's coming out. Like, Quentin Tarantino's my favorite director. Yeah. Right now. yeah. Anyways, uh, we want to wrap this up. I got to wake up in three hours. Wow. Well, you only yeah. get like, what, three hours sleep anyway, so. I know. Well, right. by the time I get home and. It's not like we're taking you from anything. Well, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're at the end here. Are we? And what are we like, rating? Let's rate it. Yeah. What are we rating? Come on. Dude, Who's going uh, no, first? no, 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 no. I'm I, not going first. I just, no, I just got back. I say Jared should go first. All right. Uh, well, I'll go first since Jared said no. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to give this a 10. Oh, damn. Look, this is not just a normal 10. This yeah. is a very solid 10. I give this a an extreme high 10. And I, I put it in the camp of such films as like fucking Apocalypse Now. I love The Dark Knight, but putting Dark Knight a love aside, I think this may be the best Christopher Nolan film that has ever existed. It takes everything that you get from those film school moments that you see <laughs> if you've been to a lot of film festivals and you cringe at. Oh, I'm going to one this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you cringe, Jared, I want you to I want you to think about Nolan. I will be thinking about it the whole time. And what he did with those moments and how amazing that is. And it's it's really guys, it's this is stuff and gimmicks that uh, that really shouldn't work in film. This is really things that I hate about filmmaking. <laughs> I fucking hate when we do gimmick shit. I fucking hate it. Look, if you want to give an audience member an experience and you want to show them 3D and you're going to do something new with the 3D, man, hey, that's great. Take them on that fucking ride. Do Avatar, baby. Show them a whole new world. I love it. But I you know what? I voice preaching, right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I know oh, yeah. no, I'm totally preaching. But guys, look, when we get to this, it's, it's taking that gimmick and it's making that gimmick work for its story. 
the story is beautifully told. It's a very simple story. Very, very, very simple, very simple story. But the way it's told right. makes it work in this very, very like neo noir fashion where you don't, you have no idea what's coming next. The first time you see this movie, you think you can almost figure it out, right? But and you can't. Yeah, it throws you, it throws you off, man. It gives you something different. I have nothing but great things to say about it. I love the way it's shot. I love the fucking music. I love the fucking direction. I love all these actors. Fucking Guy Pierce nails fucking Leonard, man. Fucking nails him. And Kyrie Ann Moss, Natalie, fucking nails that shit, bro. Yeah. I fucking feel the heartbreak in here. Super yeah. strong. I can super feel it. Yeah. What do you guys I, say? I, you know, I wonder why he didn't, sorry to interrupt, but I wonder why he never hired Guy Pierce and her again because uh, he tends to work with a lot of the same actors over and over again. I think Guy Pierce questioned him a lot. And I think that's why this movie technically may be one of his finest is because Guy, he was challenged. Pe- Guy Pierce did challenge him. And Christopher Nolan didn't have all the answers and he didn't have like some stock, like witty, hey, this is what I'm going to say to an actor. Yeah. And when they asked me this question, because he didn't have time to go through that process because he was just so worried about putting it together and getting this movie made yeah. that when Guy Pierce, like there's a great story um, in the audio commentary where the handwriting mm-hmm. is different. You know how uh, on Natalie's photo where she, he's like, he wrote something like, uh, sh- um, she pities you. She'll help you. Yeah. 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 You know, but he's, she lost someone too. She'll, 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 she'll help you. She'll pity. Pity, yeah. But on the back of her Polaroid, she's got something scratched out above that. Yeah. Well, that's something that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, Teddy tells him to write. And under pressure, and then he like marks it out. Yeah, Guy Pierce was like, "Well, why would I ever write that? Even if I felt pressure from him, and I'm feeling this, he's like, I wouldn't just write that on the back of a Polaroid just because some fucking asshole that I don't even know who the fuck is. Because if you watch that scene, he doesn't pull yeah. out the Polaroid in that time. He's like, I wouldn't write that down. So if you look at it, he actually writes it down in a different fucking style of handwriting. And when he puts it side by side. Where he writes, yeah, what, uh, do what, not what, trust her, there? next to don't believe his lies from do, Teddy's do, do photo. Do not trust him, yeah. Yeah. There is completely different Fin-writing, handwriting there. Yeah. And it's because Guy Pierce like thought of that. Like, well, wait a minute. Why would I write this down? I would have to have some right. kind of way where I could decipher this later. And he's like, oh, you know what? What if I used my my, my, my wife's handwriting or my joke handwriting or something? Yeah. Something that's clearly different to the audience. The whole reason that's in there, and you get that shot and, with and those two photos it over and over and over and over. <clears throat> yeah, and you know, dude, like when I was listening to that commentary, I was like, man, I never even thought about that once while watching this movie. Yeah. So you're saying Christopher Nolan would never hired him again because he's like, I'm tired of your I can't ass deal with this shit. <laughs> asking me all these questions. Like, well, bitch, I can't build my epic shit if you're on set asking me all these questions. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's be honest with each other. Like, uh, when you know, when you're working with an actor, and an oh, actor there's some is actors constantly... I would never work with. Yeah, like if they question me more than once. I've fired actors before, like literally put them on a plane the same day and like flown them back. <laughs> I just yeah. I can't, man, because it's like if you, you sign can't on deal board, with the shit, get out of here. Yeah, like if you sign on board based on the material and your confidence in what you saw from me and your pay scale, and you agree to all that stuff. What's the point of you showing up on set if you're going to question everything? Now well, there are questions that are va- like valuable, reasonable, and needed. Right, you know. Like, you know, simple shit like, uh, well, I don't get it. Like, why the fuck am I wearing a jacket when it's, like, 80 degrees outside? And if you don't have a fucking good answer for it, and then, like, well, I think it would just, like, look cool. Right. Then you're a fucking dumb director. But, you know, if the whole gimmick of the film, which was not a gimmick, but, like, you know, works out with whatever it is, is that the fact is 
you're a person that's going through hypothermia the entire movie, that you're wearing this coat because you feel like your body needs to be that, but in reality, you know, it's 200 degrees outside, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then don't fucking question me about that. That's the fucking material. Wear the fucking coat. <laughs> right. Well, it, it's the uh, it's the Kirk Douglas uh, first blood situation. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What don't, do you mean by that? Don't come in and try to change the fucking script. script. We'll send you home. Yeah. Well, you know, some actors you can get away with. Some actors some actors have class, and they know how to talk about it to you. And some actors don't. Some producers don't. Some writers don't. Some directors don't. I mean, everyone's an asshole every now and then. It's cool. But anyways. You, you know, sometimes when you think somebody's being a dick, they're giving you great advice. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. Exactly. You know? And, like, when you realize it later, you feel you're like, like oh, an asshole. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, I should, my God. I should, I should have listened to that. That motherfucker yeah. was smart. And you know what? Well, sometimes, sometimes you gotta get over yourself, you know? Yeah, well, sometimes I also fucking hate that motherfucker for, like, realizing how much smarter he was than me and not communicating it better. And I'm like, you fucker! <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> Well, sometimes you're just not open. Yeah. You gotta be open. I, I used to do that a well, lot there, when I was There's a lot younger. of different things. Sometimes it's communication error, man. It is. You know it, I mean? it, it's, it's how you present something. But like, yeah, that's true. I, but I also learned, like, not a lot of people have that tact that know how to present stuff. So, like, when I was younger, I would get pissed off about that. But, like, the past maybe 10 years, I'm like, all right, go ahead. Tell me what you want. And I then, like, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll listen to it. I'm like, yeah, that, that actually does make sense. Like, right. we, we did it on that one commercial we worked together. Like, you know, I think you were trying to throw something focus-wise between, like, the the – the little nut on yeah. it. You remember in the like piece of wood, you're like, right. uh, you know, if we change the angle of the chair, it would be better. Right. In my old days, I would have been like, well, if you know how to fucking pull focus, it would have been <laughs> fucking better. <laughs> but huh? uh, then I was like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. If we change the angle of the chair, we can actually land that fucking shot. And right. we did. So, well, you know, there's this famous, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember which movie it's on, but there's this famous uh, Spielberg thing where they're in a meeting and a PA pipes up and, and has an idea and everybody else in the room just kind of like waves it off and then Spielberg sits there for a second and goes, I like that idea, let's do that. It doesn't matter where the idea comes from. If it's a good idea, then, it, good idea, and then it should yeah. go. It doesn't really I, matter. I but also the PA should shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so PAs, please, we're not telling you to speak up. Yeah, do not uh, get seriously, fired. You'll lose your fucking job. Yeah. You will totally get fired. Please, yeah. But uh, okay, so when, so when I go to the Oxford Film Festival this weekend, I, at the end of every movie, when oh, someone fuck. says, "Wait, it's this how was weekend? how was that?" Yeah, I'm going Friday. Um, so he's like, "How was that?" Uh, <laughs> it's no Christopher Nolan movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm gonna say. Gotta yeah, Damn, man, dude. Bro. I'm, I'm, it starts I'm, Wednesday and it I goes have, through Sunday. I have a pass. I, I think totally it just peed in my pants. Well, yeah. making me laugh. All right, wait. <laughs> tell tell me one more time. What are you gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> at Oxford so Film Festival. So when he gets to the Oxford Film Festival and we watch a movie, because Brian was like, you know, no movie can really ever live up to that. I'm going to say, when somebody says, hey, how was that movie? I was like, it's no Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was no memento. It's no memento, bro. No memento, bro. So yeah, the uh, the uh, the film, the little short, uh, wait, um, the music video, yeah, Cedric Burnside. Yeah. yeah. When is it playing? It's, uh, it plays Friday night in Oxford at um, 10 oh. to 11 or something like that. that but, that's that bro, block. I pulled, I pulled the goddamn the pass. Christian got me, and I totally forgot that it's just fucking Friday. Man, I can't go this Friday. Well, uh, you should transfer that pass to somebody else who can use it. You? You want it? I've already got I had two. Because I've got that in it. Christian gave me one. And then I have an, a short film that I did that made it in. And so I, I have two. So I ended up uh, transferring mine Fuck to this I, um, to I, Alicia I, George, who's a great makeup yeah, artist here in no, town. I, yeah, I know. Well, you know, but our audience doesn't. Oh, buddy. oh, 
So anyways, I think I'm going to rate this thing. I was going to say a nine, but after Brian's like heartfelt speech, I'm going to give it a 10 as well. Mostly because uh, I think it's a really fucking amazingly shot movie. Um, it's, it's, it's really, 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 really pretty. And as a, a, a budding or trying to be cinematographer, I, I really like appreciate sexy looking movies. And also the editing, uh, is, is, is phenomenal. And I, I just like, you is. know, this, this is yet again, uh, I think as a person who can enjoy film or even wants to do film, this is one of those motivating movies where you're like, holy shit. Even as a jaded filmmaker, going back and watching this again, I was like, wow, this is actually really, really good. And it's hard to when, you know, you're, you're, you study movies and you try to do things to actually be surprised, you know, and, and it actually, it, it stands up out of the crowd. Damn straight it does, dude. Dude, for someone that did not go to film school, which is him, I'm talking about Christopher Nolan. Yeah. This yeah. guy is a badass, like, fucking putting the middle finger to all the film school fucking kids. Yeah. Um, I mean... Did Christopher Nolan not go to film school? No. He started the Film Club Society in his school. He did not go to film school. You can look that up. Did he go to college? He did go to college. Yes. But he did not go to college film isn't school. College isn't film school, Brian. Tell things. that to the local Memphis kids. <sighs> Look, dude, don't just don't say it to right. uh, what is <laughs> was that? What is that fucking uh, Facebook page uh, with the memes? Movie set memes. God, bro. Oh my god. There's some funny shit on there. Look, there's a lot of funny shit in there, guys. Let me tell you what. Film school, no film school. Do what's right for you. If right? you're if you're a storyteller and you know how to tell a story and you want to work in this medium, that's it. Right. You can just learn but how to do that craft. I went to film school and I value my time at film school. But I've totally. definitely learned more after film school than I learned in film school. But I think that going to film school really cemented me into doing what I'm, I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I get, um, I get like you know. I guess some some yeah, other people. I still like had some growing here. up to do. Yeah, you know. No, I, I get it. I mean, like, look, everyone's path in life is different. You know, some right. people, their exactly. film school works for them. I mean, I'm just saying, but like, if you want to be a DP, you kind of do have to go to film school because you got to like, yeah, the technical side. Yeah, you got to learn side. that. You got to go because, to that. Do. because yeah. and yeah. I, I have had I've had arguments. People like, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to break the rules, but you need to know where you're coming from before yeah. you know where you need, you're going. You, you need to know the rules are before you break. I totally agree with that. Yeah, but like, as a writer, as a director, as a producer, oh my god, bro, and. You know what? You get you three hours later. You brought it back. You 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 fuck it. That is literally three you, hours I'll, on the mark. I'm you brought it back. You it are back. really fucking good at that. And that was a conversation outside. Yeah, anyways. I know. But I had to throw that oh. in for. Uh, for I want you here. to know that I uh, <laughs> all right. I spilt wine all over my shirt. <laughs> Did a spit take. Hey man, I'm good at doing that to you too. <laughs> oh, if I got that was fucking brilliant. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and for someone and just finish this out so you can finish the podcast, but. For someone that did not go to film school to do your, you know, what Brian, to echo what Brian said and and what Jared said, a quintessential what that bullshit would have been like, but make it work and make it amazing and make it entertaining. And this is a filmmaker's film and an entertaining film for just general audiences, in my opinion. And the way it was shot and the technicalities and the storytelling and just the narrative aspect of it was fucking brilliant. Um, You know, so... And it's his second film, so it's a sophomore Amazing. film. So I'll go ahead and give it a 10 out of a 10 for a sophomore. Get it? Nice. Ten Elkins out of 10. Where it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie, man. Yeah. It's a really fucking good movie. This is a movie I'll watch when, like, if I live to, like, 70. 
and hopefully I'll have grandkids. This and is one like, of those. This is you know like no. This is one of those movies when you let's say you get into a new relationship or whatever, yeah. and you're like, have you have you seen Memento? Oh yeah, and it's like you know you can like oh, I've got something to show you. No, because to me that like oh, well in this world it comes off as like they're gonna be like oh so are you Lenny? <laughs> are you gonna kill me at some point? And, wait, wait, yeah. wait! I don't know about okay, taking there. This is there. done. All right, bye. I'm just saying, I like showing movies to people. Like, oh, you've never seen this movie? Yeah, we need to sit down and watch yeah. this movie. But then you know, eventually though, because you are that guy that's doing that, it becomes old. You're like, fuck. You know, I spent two months rewatching shit I've already seen like a million times. That and is I haven't true. Seen anything new, dude? That happened to me last year. That's why I haven't really been on this podcast <laughs> too. In addition to all that stuff, guys. Yeah. I think we're done here. I think we are. All right, guys. Two hour mark. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You can drop us an email at themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew with an extra E at the ending of crew. Also, remember to rate and review us. You can do it at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Also, remember to follow and rate us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the movie crew pod. Wahid, where can people find you? On the internets. All my handles are the WA Films. I got into the game early. Nice. Got lucky. Even Twitter? Even on the Twitter. And you, Mr. Elkins, where can people find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. Do you edit? Sometimes he edits. Yeah, sometimes. That's when what I'm, he does. You know, when I'm feeling like it. When I'm like, hey, you know, <laughs> do I want some money to come my way? Oh, let me, let me, let me cut some shit. I and did you, not know that. I actually, I've known you for years. I did not know you had Elkins Edit. On, no, Elkins Edits. Yeah, it's great. That's his That's Twitter handle. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yep. And you can follow me, Jared Callen, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, on Instagram at CheckTheGate. Please remember to go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. It helps us get more people like you to listen to us. And tonight we're going to be closing out the podcast with track one from the Memento soundtrack by David Julian called Opening Titles, Polaroid Fades. Enjoy.
haven't done my uh, Will Arnett voice in a while. I miss doing my Will Arnett voice. I just want you to know I'm going to add this right after the music clip. I hope you do. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, gonna. great. We talked about you being a pussy. Uh, I actually didn't pee. I just uh, got some wine. He said uh, you being no, a pussy, not you, you peeing. being a pussy. I thought you said me peeing and being uh, a pussy. No. You peeing and a pussy. Oh, mm. you just put such a giant space in between you being <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yes, I like to fuck with you. You know what it, it just way. sounded like? It, to me, it sounded like European pussy. You're, ooh, which is even better. Those girls are nice. Uh, uh-huh. <clears throat>